you know, Spencer, a lot of times with these uh, ad reads, we have to uh, pretend that we like a product, but this is not one of those. Right. This Um, is just classic. We're classic podcast connoisseurs. We know what's up. Yeah, we love we do love MeUndies. Secrets out. That's not just talk. Right. We probably love solid cologne. Um, Yeah, definitely. uh, But we definitely love Matt Bronger. Um, Matt Bronger. He's a he's an old friend of mine. I won't say too old because you know it's showbiz. So let's <laughs> let's stay ageless. But he is a fantastic, wonderful person that I have always adored, and that I never spend enough time with, and never work with enough. But he is really funny and really kind and really awesome. And he has a podcast called Ding Donger. Oh, you know about it? No, wait. Yeah, no, it's okay. You can know about <laughs> no, it. No, I've heard ads for it. It seems like a great podcast. It's a weekly podcast with actor and comedian Matt Bronger. You can go for a spin with him as he shares stories, observations, and advice with episodes perfectly curated for half-hour car rides. Does that mean he's driving during the, p- p- the podcast? He better not be because that's my idea. Oh, shit. I wonder if that's done because that is my idea. Maybe you can go on Ding Donger. You know what you could do <laughs> is you can leave a voicemail message for him and he'll address it uh, on his podcast. Oh, wow. I don't have a number for that, but just know that you can do that. Well, I bet if you like and subscribe to it on iTunes, the number reveals itself to you. Yeah, this is already on the air. I'm acting like it's new. (laughs) Recent episodes have included tales of harrowing bike rides in Southeast Asia, horror stories from Chicago public transit, and advice about everything from the creative process to the terrifying nature of bird-eating insects. Just don't miss a single episode. (laughs) Make sure you don't... (laughs) Sorry. Make sure you don't... (laughs) Make sure you make sure you don't miss a single episode. Subscribe to Ding Donger with Matt Bronger on iTunes, Stitcher, FeralAudio.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Matt Bronger. He couldn't be brighter. Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage, the new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie. Hi, my name is Heather Graham, and I'm playing Dorothy Tyson in the movie The Last Rampage. The Last Rampage is a true story about uh, Gary Tyson and how his sons broke him out of prison. And uh, it's a very dark story. And Gary Tyson is not a good guy. I play his wife, and I'm super loyal and devoted to him, even though he's pretty much the worst person in the world. One thing I think is interesting about the movie is a lot of these movies, they tell a story about like, oh, this rebellious guy who was this cool gunslinger and, you know, he did it all these wrong things, but he did it for the right reason. And I think this story sort of turns that story on its head because it's got at first you think he's a cool guy, but then you're like, no, this guy is just like a selfish, self-centered, narcissistic jerk. I like stories about real people. I think sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Like, I mean, some of the stuff that happens, you just go, I can't believe this is real, but it's real. And then if you do more research, it's even stranger than the stuff they put in the script. It's just like, sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today. For more information, visit TrueCrimeLive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at LastRampageFilm or on Facebook.com slash LastRampageFilm. Hello, one and all. Welcome once again to Meltdown. Yeah. 
the Nerdist Theater. Harmontown is once again in session. Good to see you all. Please welcome to the stage the mayor of Harmontown, Mr. Dan Harmon! I don't know. I don't know that song. Uh, all right, first order of business, scheduling conflict, okay? Uh, my animation studio, Starburns Industries, has a softball league that will be starting in May. And uh, I'm a great lover of organized sports, and, I, uh, and I'm 40, and I'm in peak condition, so I... You're a born third baseman, I can tell by looking at you. <laughs> I immediately signed up for the softball league, and they play... They're going to be playing, starting in May, Monday nights... This is a Monday night. For those of you in podcast land, we record on Monday nights. Uh, 6.45 to 7.30. The show's here record at 8 o'clock. I just need to... So, Jeff, I'm asking you... Yeah. Before I ask them, I just burped. I hope nobody heard that. Um, they heard you tell about it. D- 9 o'clock? Could we do 9 o'clock? When does it's the game Monday get out? Night. When does the game get out? Well, 7.30. Yeah, 9 o'clock's fine. I don't know. So ask these people. I, I'm, I'm free. Well, I mean, I think they'd say, shit, you guys start at 8, and then you don't get out here until 8.15, and then I don't go, get home until midnight. And I our, work show, at the, our shows aren't getting any shorter either. Yeah. No. I mean, I'll be, I'll be just starting to rap at midnight. <laughs> and I, I won't even get around to the good stuff. I don't know. Uh, let's, let's, do, let's do it by applause. Would, would 9 o'clock be a bummer? For, be honest. Would that would be a drag for anybody beside Adam Goldberg? <laughs> Couple people, don't, don't be you're, shy. You're applauding for it being a bummer, right? Yeah, you're saying okay. you're saying that's, uh, that, that's getting on the late side because right. you, you live in you know K- Canoga Park or whatever. Right. Fuck you guys. Fuck you, Canogaites. <laughs> Canoga heads. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, it's I I, I don't have a life. I, 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 I the, the Monday night means nothing to me. It just means. Could we do another night? Uh, let's find out and ask them. Let's do Saturday nights, 7 p.m. All right, perfect. <laughs> we'll just ask him real quick. Who's here? Uh, Robin Williams? Fuck him. Yeah. Right, right. Doesn't matter. Uh, Dana Gould? <laughs> Got it. Get out. Uh, I, I, okay, so uh, I, I um, softball. Okay, there's that. We'll, we'll, we'll what, talk. what position are you going to play, Dan? Because I really don't picture you out there tossing the old, uh, the old well, softball. I kind of want to just commit to the fucking like nightmare of uh, being in sixth grade again and just go center field straight up, just like, and just stand there and get lulled into a false sense of security until that crucial ball comes right at me and just have it be like. You can be like Lupus in the final scene of, uh, of Bad News Bears and catch the ball and everybody will hug you. Yeah, I, I definitely will always be like lupus in whatever sport I'm playing. I will have the lupus effect on any any team that I'm on. And you mean the uh, the disease? Uh, yes, I'm. Re- yes, yes, Jeff, I'm referring to the fatal illness. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that's it. I mean, how was your Easter, buddy? It was great. It was at your house. I was yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. We watched Dan. Uh, I, I've never seen Game of Thrones at Dan's place. Dan gets up and does a little dance, and, and, and when I say a little dance, it's not little; it's enormous. It, and I'm not. I'm not joking. That was pretty, pretty cool. Oh yeah. He got up and did this thing, and he looked like, I don't know. You look like a little ballerina, yeah, you, but, yeah. but kind of like, uh, kind of in a Shaolin soccer kind of like. Uh, yeah, I yeah. can't sit upon a game. Do, 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 sorry, sorry, game. Game, 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 I can't even play a throne. But 
I can sit upon this game. In the throne room, in the Game of Thrones, Tony Thrones, Tony Thrones, Game of 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 Thrones, David Milch. Yeah. But you didn't do the dance. You just stood there. He got up and it was really... Well, you know, it's a podcast, Jeff. Uh-huh. I didn't do Yeah, but don't 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 these short people. shrift these people. This is this is a this is a this is a laugh patch. That's what this is. We take the hoe and we just <laughs> just aggregate. Just capture their just like their imitation of humanity. We're just making a jar of preserves out of their little their little fruit heads. I was like 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 who cares? I could point a gun at it and make them laugh. You wouldn't you wouldn't be able to tell at home. This is this this is for the people in Poughkeepsie, Jeff. That's how we make the bucks. Selling Snickers to these fuckers on the, you know, in the Midwest. Oh, a time for Hamilton. Oh, oh, I must buy. I'm kidding, of course. There's no money changing hands in any of this. <laughs> and yet you're just taking a giant shit in everybody's heads here. Who, who paid ten dollars to get in? That's that's the joke. <laughs> that was the joke. It was in, in, inappropriate of me to do it. Um, all right, how many? So, my applause. How many people thought that was a bummer? <laughs> Why are you saying that? You really have them terrified. Yeah, no, they don't care. They're like, ooh, and I just, I record them, and then they go, Harmontown, ooh. I mean, Jeff, there's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing we owe them. They would be happy with anything. Here, watch this. Bobcat Goldthwait's here, everybody. Let's bring them out. They don't care. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Fuck you, yeah, get out of here. They don't care. Nothing would affect them, Jeff. Nothing would affect them. Let's do another one. Let's do another one. Wait, wait for, the, for the people listening. Ladies and gentlemen, Robin Williams. Fuck you. Get, yeah. Fuck you guys. Yeah. yeah. You don't deserve it. Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant, get out of here. <laughs> People listening to this podcast aren't going to have any idea what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> I think they can tell the difference between the real, yeah, the real reaction. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, it's let's not... do let's do a fake one. Uh, Barack Obama's here. Barack Obama. Look at him. All right. Let's get Bobcat Goldthwait and Robin Williams back out here. <laughs> Wow. How are you? <laughs> we don't want to waste uh, the- I think the Lakers going to play well this year. <laughs> I'm trying to do Kobe Bryant but not be racist. How is that? Yeah, good luck with that motherfucker. Uh, yeah. I say, I say the Lakers. <laughs> I know you guys are just here to get comic books, so I don't want to take up too much of your time. But... Damn you, you bastard. <laughs> is that true? You guys just popped in to get some books? Yeah, just to get some books, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> he could, had, no, had no idea there was a comedy show going on here. No, I just go, what's going on in the back? He can, he can, he can stop anytime he wants. He's still having fun with his books. <laughs> He's a joke. That's what I call him, my books. <laughs> but that's and, and my videos are just, that's my porn. 
But Robin, you really are a comic book aficionado, right? You were here the last time Bob was here. You were just like cruising around. Lurking in the back, back there. Like, All right, do you have any old issues of Transmetropolitan? <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you, will you divulge? What, what comic books you, you oh. still co- collect, read? Oh, I started off collecting Mobius and... Um, for Mobius Blanc Noir. It's great when you're reading them in French and only getting half of it. But I started that was years ago buying heavy metal and then starting off with that and then working to Transmetropolitan, Big Time Planetoid, and now multiple warheads. Have you? I, no, I, I hate comic books. <laughs> <laughs> After all, that's why I was going, okay, this really doesn't work. A little, a little help here? Yeah. yeah it's like going, I, I, I used to write comic books in the 90s during the big black and white comic book explosion, and we, we found out you can, you can just barely make enough money to keep printing them. And that's, uh, uh, like, oh, like big it time. Was, it, was, it was rough. It was a labor of love. So when they went color, you got out? <laughs> <laughs> when they went back to color, yeah. They're they're like, These black and white color. things are doing so good, all the good black and white ones are now well, let's do color and we were like we're still black and white and they're like we smell a rat um, so you were asking what, what you guys did for Easter Robin what did you do for Easter I went to Bob's house and Bob was on the lot and it was kind of fun <laughs> what is that what, what, what? it's like morphine <laughs> yeah like morphine <laughs> was this just recreational or were you, did you have a no, thing without I, the needles and the spoons exactly I was uh, I have a, a, a back injury that, that but um, I got really <laughs> yeah and I had uh, yeah, but, after my open heart surgery that's but, what yeah, that's as the, <laughs> Chevy Chase's back injury right? yeah. as the day that's went, why I need propofol to sleep <laughs> as the day went on it was clear that I was stoned out of my mind <laughs> and, and I'm just sitting there wearing hats. I kept putting on hats. And, and they didn't fit, which was <laughs> fucked up, too. More than one at a time? Yeah, no, just like suddenly I was in an army hat and I'm walking around the house with one of my cat's toys. <laughs> even, even the cats looked at you like, he's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I go, listen, Detective Carla Whiskerson, I don't need that from you. <laughs> Uh, Robin Williams, this is actually the second time I've been this close to you. Uh, the, f- the other time I didn't know. The f- <laughs> I was gonna. What make- are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> hey, man. Yes. You, you're in bed at a Ritz Carlton. The, uh, the, the first time was when you were this close to all of America, Patch Adams. I was uh, oh, touched with. Oh no. Oh fuck. <laughs> so you were affected too. Yes, I was. Yeah. I too got got a prescription of, yeah. of, 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 of laughter. Um, they no. used that in that movie to depress hyperactive children. I, I was this close to you because you were dropping Andy Dick off outside my apartment oh, like so much human garbage in like a minivan. That's what he told me. He said, hey, this is my Coke dealer. Do you want to come in? <laughs> I was like going, no, I'm okay. I've got six years. I'm good. I'm honored that he said I was his dealer. I was, I was just was waiting that, for is him. Is that to... why he was going to your house? Yeah, he was coming to my place. But the reason he was allowed to is because he said you were coming. So really? I was like, well, this is a thing. Like, like, because so, if Robin Williams but comes inside my Andy better... Dick says, come inside a room with him. I'm going, no, no, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm not I, I try to get him into again. a meeting. Andy, you want to go to a meeting? No, no, this is this. Let's come inside here. No, I'm okay. I'm fine. <laughs> Who lives up there? It's Mark. No, just come upstairs. No, I'm good. I'm so good. he said, you said, where's Robin Williams? And he goes, there he is. <laughs> is he speeding up? There he goes. <laughs> 
Andy, get out of my house. Because because you're above a certain strata of of celebrity where no matter what would happen, and this must this must be a curse for 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 people above this strata because I'm to live in a planet full of people that feel this way. Uh, like you or not, no matter what happens, if you come into my place, there's a story. And it's like, like that's not fair to a human being. This, like, uh, he like was you, in the room. If you came in and you're like, oh, the air conditioning is too high, could you turn it down? I'd be like, then for the rest of my life in that apartment, I'd be like, hey, should I turn down the air conditioning? Like fucking Robin Williams wanted, like when he was here. Hey, put what a dick. <laughs> Do you want me to move? This you didn't want to sweat table? like Lindsay Lohan in a witness protection program. <laughs> Everything would be like, oh, do, you, do you need an ashtray? Robin Williams touched it. Uh, like, like whatever, ranging from the, it wouldn't matter. It would be weird that, that you're you're above that level. Does that does that does that affect? I'm not you? above that level. I not to you. Not oh no, thank no, you. But, and, that was like what someone once said. What, this is I was once working with a director whose name shall never use because he's so high. He once said, "Wouldn't Roman's nose be in his point of view?" <laughs> so, Terrence Malick? Uh, <laughs> at that point, even the guys went, oh, no, no. He's, and he used to brag about having all this head trauma, that he'd had seven major head traumas before the age of 16. But, but back to the... Did he want you to supply the nose for the POV shot? Were you supposed to sit Yeah, was he talking to the prop master? I or don't, the be just, it'd, be, it'd, be like, it'd be like having your own balls in a porn shop. Why? <laughs> <laughs> it was just, he was so fucking out there. It was, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to... Uh, it would be good to just have a POV shot with a bit nose out in front. Of me. <laughs> or are we talking about Patch Adam because you had a clown nose on in the... That would be easy. That would, that, oh, maybe that would be... Just a hint of red in the bottom of the frame. <laughs> yeah. There's this really weird Kubrickian segment <laughs> in Patch Adams where it just goes... <laughs> and it's, <laughs> wake up, Timmy, wake up. <laughs> There's a child's face with a little bit of red in it. It's from the, yeah. the Criterion cut. There's like this nightmare sequence yeah. that's like... <laughs> wake up, Timmy. The, you have the greatest line about in the world when you had that time when you went on the show with, with oh, a clown. Oh, I was, I was, when the Shakes the Clown came out, uh, a clown uh, did, thank you, uh, and a clown debated me on the Today Show, and I, I didn't know was this a, was going to happen. I showed Just up the to, idea of clown debate would be a great category. Well, they, they Debating stopped, you about, was it, was it about okay, tax well, reform or what? Yeah, it was. Oddly enough, they didn't bring up Shakes once. <laughs> no, uh, uh, it, it was a clown, and they stopped me in the hallway, and the producer goes, a, a clown is going to debate you on the program. And that was the first I heard of it. And I go, yeah, I know. I'm familiar with your show. <laughs> and, and, uh, and so I go, my apologies to Katie. So then the clown is in a bad mood and he wouldn't tell me his real name. I go, we're going on the show today. I'm Bob, Bobcat. Wait, what's your name? And he's like, bamboozle. And uh, I go, what's your real name? He goes, just call me my clown name. So, so when we, I go, I'm going to rip you a new one when we get out there, but it's not personal. It's just good TV. And uh, so we get out there. Didn't you tell me you also had a comic name? That you yeah, I, I asked him to call me uh, Shit Stain Ass Whippy. I said that was... Because that was, yeah, he said, name. I'm in my clown attire. Only call me by my clown name. I go, oh, I'm in my comedian attire. Call me Shit Stain Ass Whippy. So we get out there, and the, and the clown now go, does... It, it was funny because that was when I was doing my character, you know, ah, but he switches into a character too. He's like, Clown do a lot of good for a lot of good causes. <laughs> and Bobcat's film portrays them in a negative light. And I go, I go, nobody thinks you're funny. The only reason you perform in hospitals because that's one place a kid can't get up and run away from you. <laughs> and, uh, 
But you, you have taken clowns to the ultimate. You played. What, what did you play recently? You did. Which which clown? Gathering of the Juggalos. Oh Fuck yeah, off. yeah. I, I did the Gathering of the Juggalos. <laughs> what do you mean you did the Gathering? I performed there. Like a, con- like a con- insane I did clown stand up. concert. Yeah, I did stand up. He did stand up, which is pretty much. So like opening go. for them? Well, they have a <laughs> they have a three day festival. Well, oh. it's actually a week long. The yeah. fact that there's a comedy tent at the Gathering of the Juggalos. <laughs> yeah. That's like, yeah. And there's also a vegetarian booth. Well, I will say this. When I was there, like... Yeah, just put the, just put the soybeans up my ass. Just do it! Before, just, and, then, and then at 9 o'clock, Tim Allen. Oh, oh fuck. Well, <laughs> I was going there, and I was like going... I thought, I thought well, well, I'm gonna, what I'm going to do is I'm going to explain uh, how magnets work. You know? <laughs> you know? I was gonna, and that's how magnets work. <laughs> throw the mic down. You would have gotten a government grant for that. <laughs> but uh, but uh, but uh, 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 as I got to the venue, when there was no police and uh, a lot of bath salts and um, and uh, <laughs> it was weird. I figured this out. They're really just a group of people that just don't want to be messed with. You know what I mean? It's really. But yeah, not they're, like, they're probably pretty defensive. I imagine. That's like, what I'm like, saying. But it's not like like bikers going. You know, I grew up in, uh, around bikers. It, it's this other. It, it's really like an incest. It's like bikers without bikes. It's, like, yeah, without exactly. The badassness. <laughs> that... If I had uh, two thousand dollars, I'd be a biker. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> bikers without bikes is a good charity. <laughs> Please help. <laughs> this is Carl. He's only got one wheel. Please help. <laughs> He's got a pair of handlebars and a wheel. Please uh, help. And a shitload of tattoos. Uh, Call this number. Uh, Flashing at the bottom of your screen. Is, Here's a name. Care Bear tattoo. Please help. My name is, my name is Low Life, and uh, I don't have a bike. <laughs> so that was a real guy that used to hang out at the house, Low Life. Shout out. So, uh... <laughs> This Care, is careful. You'll, 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 you'll make his name irrelevant. Like, but, but what happens put him on top. Is, it really is like a group of, in, uh, of incest survivors getting together and going, nobody's going to touch me in the stinker anymore if I don't want it. I'm going to get really big and wear clown makeup. <laughs> so, Our lines are open. <laughs> Please so, call the number flashing at the bottom of your screen, ladies so and gentlemen. I, I have to say, Kobe, you've been awfully quiet during all this. <laughs> I don't know where Bob's going with his riff, but it's a motherfucker. <laughs> oh, I, I love insane clown posse. Uh, <laughs> Kobe sounds like Don Rickles' impression of him. <laughs> oh, Lord, help me yeah. move this oh. mother rock. <laughs> I'll say, I'll say, game of ten now. <laughs> now, come out and just God, don't see me out. You know these clowns got crazy names. <laughs> Isn't that true, Slappy? <laughs> so, so, I love it. Uh, so, uh, yeah, and uh, it's a long story, but up Chuck the Clown, who opened up for me, uh, a decent fella, and uh, was trying to explain to me that it's not that bad. And uh, you know how they throw Fago cola? He's giving you the, the, the Juggalo yeah. venue pep talk. Yeah, he took me around. It's on not a, that bad. He took me around on a golf cart. And there's, there's an like, SNL scout out there. Yeah, well, <laughs> this this could be, you know, you, you know that he gave you the whole uh, Chinese character for Crisis is the same as Opportunity speech. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, look. Uh, you know, if if you're having fun, they're having fun. As long as the audience no. So uh, he's driving me around, and there's fires going on. This is that show where Teal Tequila got 
they ran out of Fago Cola to hit her with, so they threw poo at her. They, oh. they knocked over an outhouse. Oh. Not Tila. Oh. Not Tila. No. Yeah. Tila didn't knock over the outhouse and went. Hey, yeah. <laughs> who, who am I She's rooting really for in that story? Yeah. It's like, it's like these stories about Leno going toe to toe with Bob Greenblatt. I don't yeah, know what. Like, uh, or, whose side am I on? It's like the I like idea that they knocked it over like you knock over a bank or, a, or like, <laughs> put the shit in the bank. Just, hey. just hey. put the shit in the bank. <laughs> Hey, Don't I'm mind all the clowns. It. Just put the shit in the bag. It's my friend who's only got one wheel. Put the shit in the bag. Uh, hey, man. I hear, <laughs> there's a lot of shit in there, man. It's Cheech and Chog showed up. But, uh, <laughs> I said, buy some shit. Not real shit, dumb so, fuck. Uh, <laughs> TLT Kill did not knock over the honor. She's really tiny. She'd be like, a little help here? So, um, so, so after they ran out of poo to throw at her, then where do you go? Organs? Human organs? I don't know. So I am... Um, so up Chuck's leg on. This is a decent group of people. You know, I'm here every year. And then this clown, this huge guy, just burst out through the crowd. By the way, there's fires and fights going on. But this guy, he's all sweaty and crazy looking. And he goes, fuck you, up Chuck, fuck you. And he just pounds the shit out of Off Chuck. Off stage or on stage? No, he's on the golf cart, so he hits gas and we scoot out. <laughs> oh, he's driding he's through us. He's chasing us. He's, to he's, beat he's it. giving it's, you a ride on a golf cart through a this, sea of broken humanity. It's a drive-by ass kicking. <laughs> This will be the YouTube footage you want to find. So, so we gun the car, and then we, and then a, a, he goes, you know, they, they know me. I'm, it's like family. That's why that, he's trying to laugh that off. And then a can of Fago hits the golf cart, and it's all over us. Fago, uh, uh, apparently if it's diet, it doesn't stick or stain because that's what Upchuck goes, it's diet, don't worry. Like, he's a connoisseur. Jesus, he's, he's yeah. really splitting hairs. Yeah. To, yeah. He's, he's this hit. close to suicide and he's like... He's gonna hit with enough Fago. By the way, I'd like to say I'm not sponsored by Fago in any way. I know I'm mentioning it a lot. Or Upchuck the Clown. Upchuck. Whose autobiography hits shelves never. He's, so, he's hanging no, from no, the rafters no, no. upstairs. Upchuck it's titled, It Doesn't Stain. Upchuck's got a podcast, It Doesn't Stain. <laughs> Up Chuck's untold story. So, 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 so and it's also books on tape told he, very slowly. Now, only, now, only love stains. Now, now, uh, when oh. he was uh, sawdust memories. So he, so he. At that uh, moment, even he hits the gas again after the Fago Cola, and we're driving. And as he's trying to tell me that this show, this <laughs> these it's not any more rowdy than a Dave Matthews concert. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, a can of unopened fagel comes whizzing in and cracks him in the head like a baseball pitch. And he just slumps over and he goes, I'm hurt! I'm hurt really bad! I'm hurt! Bob, Bob take the wheel. I'm hurt! Yeah, he called me Bob. Bob, Bob, Bob <laughs> take the wheel. And he, he hits the gas. Help me, buddy. <laughs> and I'm Be my steering. wingman. Help take the wheel, Bobby. <laughs> And I I'm got a book coming out. Take the wheel. <laughs> and I'm steering, whizzing through the clowns like Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. And people <laughs> are diving out of the they way. They should fucking have that at the Gathering of the <laughs> Time to go through the Gathering of the Clowns! Makes Pirates of the Caribbean look like shit! 
it was so. Uh, 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 oh, oh, and then his head swelled up, and he, in, in, and, and uh, not figuratively. No, it, it looked like oh, yeah. it, his, the side of his head looked like a stink bug, and he's asking me if I can tell if he, he's bleeding, and I'm like, I don't know what's blood and what's you, because he had all the clown makeup and he's all staring. Where does Upchuck begin? Yeah. <laughs> if only he knew. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then you, oh. do you want to know what he put on his head for the swelling? Ice cold Fago. <laughs> Brought to you by Ice Cold Ironic? Fago. Really How did. fucking ironic. He really did. That is the definition of irony. I've got a good uh, photo of him holding this ice cold Fago to his head, and his eyeballs are like little tiny pinpoints. Yeah. I have a question. What's a juggalo, and what the, what the hell was this event? I have no idea what it's you're talking about. It's a gathering of the juggalos in St. Clown Posse's fans. Ah, okay. I didn't know. And uh, they have this convention. Or, you know, a ton of acts go on, and there's, like I said, a lot of fights. There's only been, I think, four deaths in ten years. <laughs> only four. That's cool. Yeah. And, um, and Bob was on. And like, they, like they'll, I'll hear from them, but I don't... I have to say, they were very receptive and a very nice crowd. I went on at 1 a.m. Oh, really? And, they, and, wow. and much of the following week, I played Arkansas and had a way worse time. I, uh, I was Wait, on, so really, after all that, after, you can't drive a golf cart through them... Without getting hit with with, the, with a can of fago, uh, 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 am I pronouncing that right? Oh no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, that sounds. You don't like, do don't do that, especially at the inclined composite. That is it. Right, uh, do you have any fago, <laughs> motherfucker? That is. A, I also I can't pronounce bagel either. Oh, okay. <laughs> what you what you have is bagel. Like, it's a uh, it's a redneck uh, homosexual repellent, <laughs> like off. I, I don't I don't I don't. No I, fags on me. <laughs> I use fago. But then you. <laughs> We can say that because I'm uh, I'm pro gay marriage. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. I, big time. I'm, I'm one eighth Cherokee, so whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the the, uh, the so then you went out though, and the gig went fine. What what was Tila's act, and what was her crime up there? What, what, what? she, uh, she uh, did fear. not show her breasts, and uh, she was a woman uh, that didn't show her rookie, cans. Rookie mistakes. Yeah, yeah. But I gotta say, uh, like I said, I, I did worse gigs last summer. <laughs> I can't believe juggalos are sexist. Uh, well, that's the weird thing is that they, they, if, they, if, they if they're if they're mesmerized by magnets, why can't they respect no. women? <laughs> but, but here's the thing: they're trying. You know, they're a family and being all inclusive is really important to them. But then they write songs about you know chopping women up in the vagina yeah, with an axe, that, so. which would be the end of men. Duh. <laughs> women yeah. have well, that's what I don't understand about misogyny women have little they can make little men out of them, well, themselves that's, that's where like, misogyny comes from it's the jealousy our lines are still open ladies and gentlemen <laughs> remember know. women can make little men but, but, and little women how to make other little women make like, other little men it's women, like a Russian nesting doll really but that's that's where you open a woman, there's another woman, and 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 eventually one sperm falls out. But hence memories. If you have let's look, let's look at the board. How are we doing, Robin? Let's look at the board. How much money have we raised so far for Harmontown? We've got uh, a handlebar and a gas tank. Uh, one sperm cell. So, one, so one tiny that's sperm. That's the misogyny is the issue of Mobius. The anger. That would be that would be the, the loneliest motherfucker in the world. A man just like, swimming up a uterus, going, "This is this is fucked." There used to be more. 
<laughs> Where are we going? Oh, there's just one sperm, like, you know, and eventually gets You know who would play that sperm is Tom Cruise. <laughs> Because he's, he's always in these movies where he's the last man on earth and he's, he's, a, he's Tom a sperm Cruise that's going to get it done. Milton Seaman in. <laughs> Up my lazy river. <laughs> little men make little women. Little the, women make little men. The, the, Fuck that. Little women. In a world made of a giant woman. Yes. Well, One planet, little man. The planet Vaginal. <laughs> We're going in. shot of like a Morgan Freeman in shadows going, you're only by the cervix, boy. There's a uterus up ahead. I hope you know where you're going. There's 800 penguins waiting by that ovum. I, 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 I'm honored that I share this with Robin Williams. Both of our Morgan Freeman's impressions sound like Foghorn Leghorn. I know. Another thing to please tell. Call this number now. Sounded a lot like Mike Kobe say, Bryant. Say, by the end of the show, we'll I'll do a decent Morgan Freeman. I say, son, your body's sharp as a bowling ball. <laughs> I say, he's gonna need a slide rule to find that ovary. A slide rule, I say. <laughs> you're not my real. You're not a real thing. You're not an old assistant. You're, 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 no, you're not real. Obscure I, reference to the little chicken hawk. Chicken hawk. This is a much larger uterus than I imagined. There's now imagine, imagine, imagine. <laughs> the Carlsbad vagina, vagina. <laughs> welcome, oh, welcome, welcome, welcome. No, don't do it. That's a calcium deposit. Ah! Hello, Joe. I thought I was the only sperm left. <laughs> this cartoon was passed on by every network. <laughs> oh, that's the one with the one, the one sperm sack going. That's a turd. We're in the wrong place. <laughs> Go back! That's, that's the, the big reveal. That's the last uh, time you get to drive. <laughs> <laughs> and Droopy Dog has the testicle. Oh, fuck. Woo! A cold, misty morning fades as the gray sun rises overhead, revealing the head of a mysterious robed warrior. He gestures at you and makes a compelling offer. Would you like to be a samurai? Would you take the way of the warrior? All it would take is to start snacking healthy with Nature Box. You make as to leave, but the Nature Box samurai is instantly in your path. Nature Box makes snacks that actually taste great and are better for you. Created with high quality ingredients that are free from artificial colors, flavors, or sweeteners so you can feel great about snacking. The samurai reveals a Nature Box from his robes. His hands are a flash as he produces a box. A nature box full of masa crisps and cherry berry bonanza. Nature Box recently made their service even better, so now you can order as much as you want as often as you want with no minimum purchases and you can cancel at any time. And you'll never get bored because there's new snacks each month inspired by real customer feedback. And if you ever... Oh shit. Ninjas. Ah! Ah! Nature Box recently made their service even better. Now you can order as much as you want, as often as you want, with no minimum purchase required, and you can cancel any time. With Nature Box, you never get bored. There are new snacks each month inspired by real customer feedback, and if you ever try a snack you don't like, Nature Box will replace it for free. The ninjas fall to the ground, defeated by superior snacking. It's simple. Go to naturebox.com and check out their snack catalog. There are over a hundred to choose from, and they're constantly adding delicious new snacks. Choose the snacks you want, and they'll deliver them right to your door. And right now, you'll save even more. Sheathing his sword, the samurai continues down the road, away from you. Foes defeated, he sheathes his sword and begins to walk away. But he turns, 
And one more thing. Right now, you'll save even more. NatureBox is offering Harmontown fans 50% off your first order when you go to naturebox.com slash Harmontown. And in an instant, he's vanished. But his voice still lingers on the wind. That's naturebox.com slash Harmontown for 50% off your first order. That's naturebox.com slash Harmontown. Snack like a warrior. Uh, before these guys figure out they can leave the stage, yeah, we well, should... we're gonna yeah, we're <laughs> gonna wrap this up. I think uh, I've insulted every group that uh, is organized. Well, I was gonna sabotage you guys and bring up our dungeon master and suck you into a game of Dungeons and Dragons. Oh no, 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 we... oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no! Listen to them. Oh no! Oh, Listen no. to the people for once, Robin Williams. No, don't start me on this again. I can't go back. For once in your entire career, Robin Williams, pander to these people. Give them what they want. I don't, want, I don't have a 20 sided dice, you fucker. <laughs> oh, they have them. <laughs> this whole crowd sitting yeah. on them. <laughs> Spencer, Spencer Crittenden, come to the stage. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. oh Dungeon Master. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, All right. All right, we better go now. We can get out of here. Uh, do, do, do you want to leave? You can leave. Go. I think I got it. Yeah, we're going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, like, gonna... I think the last time I did this, I think I broke it for everybody. <laughs> no, 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 no. If, felt... it were up, if, it, if you leave it up to me, you're going to be up here forever, so you get to okay. gracefully leave. Thank okay. you so much. <laughs> Our lines are open. Thank, thank you so much. <laughs> Robin Williams and Bob Goldthwait. <laughs> Here's why I would have kept him up forever, because not, not just to milk it, because God knows I would have killed it to keep him up here forever, but that now, now I gotta follow. You know, it's a third, I don't know if you know, there's a little crest of energy that usually attends a Robin Williams appearance. Whether you're watching Comic Relief 7 after, or... Afterglow, we afterglow right now. We coast on that energy. We ride that shockwave. Let's smoke a cigarette and go like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> that, that was a huge uh, uh, interstellar explosion where we're going to ride that shockwave along the cosmos for, for quite a long time right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember all those sperm jokes? Yeah, we, did. we made a little sperm movie. Ooh. <laughs> like jelly. Eric Idle and Robin Williams now have yeah. done... Uh, oh, Eric says hi, by the way. I, just got, I was on the phone with him. Fuck that guy. Okay. <laughs> oh, he, call, he calls the song that we sang his song, by the way. He's trying to, <laughs> he's trying to steal that song. Our Fuck Your Mama song. Yeah, like, like because we, we wrote that song, and then we brought it over to his house, the, that song that Eric Idle sang. And he picked up a guitar and instantly played it first time, almost exactly as you guys heard it, if you've heard that episode of it, or you were here that night. And uh, I was talking to him on the phone just now, and he's like, he's like oh, have you guys, have you guys have you played my song recently? And I was like, I was like oh, no, no, we, we only did that one time. He's like, you notice I'm calling it my song. He's like, like I sneaked that in there. You didn't even notice. And I was like, look, man, you can have it. We're not making any money on this. But you told him, you're like, you know, people think that that... that, that yeah, you... and he was proud. He goes, yeah. I, I, I said, people think you wrote that. He goes, of course they did. <laughs> Yeah, he, it, he liked the quality. It was good because an Emmy-winning uh, lyricist uh, co-penned it. Yeah. All right. Anyways, um, Kobe Bryant is here, ladies and gentlemen. 
April Fools. Spencer, how are you? Uh, you, are, you were at Easter with us at Dan's. As yeah, well. yeah, um, yeah. I came late uh, because I had a breakdown at Vaughn's. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, you mentioned that. I but... knew I was gonna bring it down after after that. I'm sorry, you guys. It's cool. Anyway, yeah. I, Wait, I what do you mean? You had, you, had, you had an emotional like breakdown. Yeah, I didn't know what food to bring. All right, well, go, go, go into detail here. You walk in the front door, because first of all, you had to know, or apparently no, you didn't. Well, like, before that, I was just wrestling with it, because I, I, I make a good cheese, cheese dip. You, you, you keep, ta- you keep talking dip. about this cheese dip yeah, that we've yeah, never yeah, seen. Yeah. You're not, it's not vegetarian, Jeff, so. Okay. Yeah, well, that's all right. So fuck off. Will you give us the recipe? Because, I mean, one third of a good Harmontown show is a Robin Williams appearance, and another g- third of a classic Harmontown is a good recipe. Do you honestly want the recipe? <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, what is it? Sorry. okay. Well, first, you take approximately... Who's talking? What was this? Who's talking? Oh, he makes good tiny sandwiches? Oh, yeah. Sandwiches? I made a cu- some cucumber sandwiches for a tea party. Those pretty, pretty... You have little tea parties? No, I don't. That was a one-time thing. And it wasn't... It, I, Symphony was Reaching Lizzie. for the tea. <laughs> you realize it's 11. Um, yeah, that's it. not I the first the thought that enters people's heads when they look at you. Like, I bet he makes a good tiny sandwich. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cucumber sandwiches, I don't, I mean, she thought they were, I don't think they're that good. They don't taste like much. So you're, so, so you're thinking in your head, I'm going to go over to Harmon's for Easter. If I'm going to go to Harmon's for Easter, I will have brought something. I will have brought value. Because of something that you imposed on yourself, not because you thought that anyone... Because my presence is an imposition. Ah. So I come bearing gifts, ah, you know, to, to cover it up. Interesting. So, yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, the bra- that was the, I was thinking of the cheese dip, and I, was, and I was on my couch for a while, and then I got... I was like, I'll figure it out when I get to Vons. Went to Vons, stared at the bacon, stared at the cream cheese... Stared at the cakes, you know? When you're staring at bacon, what are you thinking? I'm thinking the bacon cheese dip is going to cost about thirteen forty or so ah, right now. So you're and juggling finances. No, it's just that's just what I was thinking about. And, I mean, I think it was just me being anxious using any excuse, and price was the excuse. Right. But, I mean, I don't know. Was it, was it performance anxiety that you, you would wonder if people would like the dip? It was going to be bomb. Don't, don't worry. Like, <laughs> you know what I think is really ironic about this is that Dino, who cooked for th- uh, Easter, it was and, delicious. Who, and who loves to cook, yeah. and who's a great comedy writer, the reason he, he loves to cook, we were talking about it, uh, is that uh, when you cook, it excuses you from all of these things that normally hang up a writer because you get some broccoli. The broccoli is either going to be used or not used, and in either case, it's going to rot. And the best case scenario is it goes in someone's stomach and comes out a turd and goes down a toilet. <laughs> like, there is no good reason to get hung up on, a, on, on, on making a meal. Like, 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 he uses it to release himself from the things that normally hang us up. And here you are, a creator of worlds, of realms, a master of realms. Entire dungeons and biographies and lifetimes holding fate in your very hands, and, and you're staring at the bacon, and you can't, yeah, it, it hung and you up. And the cakes. Yeah. It hung you up the way that I'm hung up on my Fox script. Yeah. Like I'm sitting there going, this has to be the new community. I feel like this audience deserves, like, while they're waiting in line, a little cheese dip while they're waiting out there. Some of that I could bring some next. I mean, I've thought, I've honestly thought about it. I'd rather get out the recipe. I mean. We should we should rent a station wagon, and like and 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 and, and have it like you know, pull it up to the curb when they're waiting outside the comic book store, and then we'll put out like a little sterno cans and like give them like hot snacks. Yeah, I think it's illegal. <laughs> well, they they have like taco trucks. Yeah, but well, those guys have shit. licenses and stuff. They, no, they, they shouldn't. No, they, shouldn't. Or they just get shut down. 
Yeah, exactly. Like there was an awesome taco truck we used to go <laughs> Did to. Did a taco truck owner time. in the back just loses shit? <laughs> they just get shut down though. Like they do. It sucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of things that we should do, uh, I, I flirted with this thing a couple weeks ago where we said like, oh, you know, because we keep talking about movies and we watch shitty movies and then we talk about the movies and then I, 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 I threw out the idea of, oh, like Oprah's Book Club, let's assign a movie and then we can talk about it next week. Ah. And I've gotten a couple tweets. The, the, more importantly, I do think it's kind of a good idea because it takes no effort at all. Like if we could just make up our mind to, to as a group, it's not compulsive, of, uh, compulsory, right. but, but we could just assign a movie. Let's just make up our mind to watch one thing before next recording. What are you thinking? I don't know. Nine to five. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, you want, you, want, you want it to be schlocky or you want it to be great? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I take back nine to five. Don't. Any, any, any suggestions out there? Wicker Man. Wicker Man. Ro- 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 Robocop 2 classic. Wicker Man almost too. I haven't seen it. Well, it's, I mean, it's so, it's such a fucking like... It's like let's all watch the six-hour version of Fanny and Alexander. <laughs> Maybe something will come up organically. Remind okay. me at the end of the show when I'm standing here like a dumbass, going, "How do we end the show if we haven't come up with something organically?" <laughs> re- re- remind me that we haven't yet thought of something, and uh, and then I'll at least have something to do before we leave instead of rapping about fucking your mom. <laughs> uh, let's get let's get McGathy up here. McGathy. I, I love in a in a in a in a dark dark cynical way. I love that uh, Kumail, who's been here for like five weeks in a row, <laughs> he's he's got an early call tomorrow, and he always emails me and goes like, oh, "I'm not going to be able to make it." And like, uh, what did I miss? Um, this is kind of fine. I think he would have enjoyed probably. I wonder if people that are listening to this know that this is the April Fool's Day episode. They're going to think that these are really good impressions of those two guys. Uh, yeah. And it was all Kobe Bryant doing all the voices. <laughs> It was, it was Andy Dick. Uh, hello, Aaron. How are you? I'm doing good. Are they really gone? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that they had the balls to go. Let's get out of here. Cause I suppose. We would have, yeah. I didn't let's, have let's play hard to get. for them. Yeah. They they had, they had well, a, I'm not good at playing hard to get. Robin had a good time. Maybe he'll come back again. You know, yeah. if, if, we, if we milk him dry, he'll be exhausted. You know. I love that guy. I just, Ra- Ra- I just couldn't get past the idea of him playing Dungeons and Dragons. It was a little, <laughs> it, it was a little intriguing. I really wanted to ask him to play Moraine and just let me stand behind him, behind him, and just like <laughs> smell him. Um, <laughs> all right. So I just uh, met him a couple nights ago for the first time. That's why he's like coming out messing up my hair. I was like, we're, we're like, he was being palsy wowsy. That's so horrible. I was doing an improv show at UCB and I ran backstage really quick because I was doing some sort of dumb bit and he was standing there and I was like, ah! uh, and he's like, uh, is it okay if I go on stage? I was like, Help. and he uh, came out on stage and then afterwards, it was right after his divorce and him and I talked about him, his divorce for a couple hours. The I impetus wonder, of my why. podcast. What? What? Uh, nothing. I'm just being <laughs> jealous. That's all right. <laughs> Don't worry. His ah. dick tasted like garbage. <laughs> no, it didn't. No, I don't know. Delicious honey-soaked garbage. <laughs> Always went in so many directions. So much energy. So many. <laughs> so, part, part of his dick did a great Mr. T impression. But his balls were had some insights about, about uh, gay guys. It was guys. great. And he kept on, uh, our, he, he, in our conversation about his ex-wife, he kept on uh, referencing Hook. Which was <laughs> thrilling. Hey. But I love Hook, but I kept on saying, like, well, like Dustin and Hook, but over and over again. Well, when I was doing Hook, I was like, this is the best. No one's around. <laughs> I totally love. Well, all right, one more bit of business before we start D&D. Is he really not here? 
<laughs> All right, I was just making sure. Yeah, but I don't know what that O was for. I hope it yeah. was like they're going, oh, don't be a star fucker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> talk about star fucking. Like, Someone hear you talk about divorce with a guy. <laughs> I know. I, I I really I really love Robin Williams a whole lot. I feel like he's my father. <laughs> um, I'm sure I, <laughs> he's probably still out in the store. Go look. I, I, no, I I think I think maybe he's Robin. Yeah, get, get, get out of here. Go marry him. Jesus, go read Mobius together. <laughs> I'm sure when Billy Crystal comes by next week, it won't change, right? Like, no, uh, no, no, no. It yeah. will change. It will change. Uh, is he, is he, he's still booked. He's coming. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one, one, one more bit of business that's not going to impress anyone, but it's just too weird to pass up. Like I feel like God speaks through kind of weird coincidences, and that's why I have to address it. Uh, last week. In my insane, crazy uh, uh, two five-hour energy rap at the oh, end yeah. of the show, uh, I had to rhyme something like "do it" or "through it" or "go to it" or something, and I rhymed it with the name Ray Pruitt, and immediately said, "He's a friend of ours. He is a friend of ours. That's right. I he's from that. Austin, Texas, and he's here tonight." Ray by Pruitt, would you stand up? Ray Pruitt, come up here. Get on stage, Ray. Just. Just tell people your name's Ray Pruitt, first of all. I got ID. Yeah, well, they won't be able to see that. Yeah, he he was behind the eight ball on Orion that rhymed with through it, and uh, he said, like I was Ray Pruitt. He goes, that's a real person. He's a friend of mine. Yeah, Yeah, so I knew, like I said, the audience doesn't care. So Ray Pruitt, you're in town, you're building something for Coachella, and uh, uh, Ray is a big... uh, aficionado of the weird, I would say, right? Uh, Let's go with that. uh, Ray was in the news once... Uh, tell them about the parade that you invaded. Oh, oh, that poor town of Leakey, Texas. Leakey, Texas. <laughs> we uh, we did Harlem Globetrotters versus the fake Miss America pageant, and this town is maybe 500 people. It made their newspaper twice. But it, but it was it was a bunch of guys in drag. It was a bunch of it was a bunch of city fruity fruits coming yeah, in. But, it was 30 people, but only two of us were gay. Oh, really? But because they, I saw the photo. And every, every, it looks like a gay pride parade broke out. children, in a... flashing people. It made papers in Dallas. I promise I did not take off a single bit of anything. Pruitt, Pruitt stay here because uh, Kumail's not here, and we got a character. Can you play Dungeons & Dragons with us? Yeah. All right. You, yeah, um, you, you don't have to know anything about it. Have you ever played before? When I was nine. All right, yeah, cool. And this is Spencer, Spencer Ray. Uh, Spencer is hey. our dun- dungeon master. I looked at you in the dream room, but I didn't say anything because I'm awkward. <laughs> Ditto. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> All right, All right. should we let this rip? Let's do it. All right, uh, let's get those character sheets out. And Spencer, if you would, would you catch us up to speed? <laughs> Last time, our heroes, after having slain a dragon, picked over the treasure and remains in the room that they were last in. Sensing a break in the action, Sharpie and Christaberg set to work studying the bloody tome once more, trying to uncover its secrets. Mulrain, in a bid to claim the dragon's mystical and magical horns, tied various swords to her limbs. Quickly disrobing and playing a tune on his loot of charming, the barbarian transfixed the party for a time, which led to a short spat. The tension was only broken by Mulrain's successful horn harvest. The ranger presented her prize to the wise wizard, but Sharpie rebuffed her with a reference to bags before climbing a pile of treasure to have a semi-public breakdown. <laughs> the realization had set in. 
They were far, far from home and had no way to return to the material plane. Very little happened last episode. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. Yeah. 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 It, it actually turned into kind of an unwitting tribute to reality television. Yeah. And our, our guest was Genevieve Pearson from, uh, from a reality show. And what we failed to point out, but which would have turned the whole thing in our favor, was that the Dungeons and Dragons session was very much like a shitty right. VH1 show. <laughs> um, so do, do we need to take inventory of all of our treasure and move on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get these... Uh, should have done that. Blue color, right. Spencer. That's cool. And so, uh, Ray, to catch you up, you're playing Kamel Nanjiani's part. He, his, his character is uh, is a thief, right? Yeah, a rogue. A, a rogue uh, named Chris DeBerg. Chris DeBerg, the guy who wrote the, the, the Lady in Red. You're familiar with him? Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's, he's, he's a one hit wonder, kind of down on his luck. And, Does he uh, have lots of he's stuff? He's obsessed with dicks. Here's some things to talk about while Spencer gets situated. Aaron and I went to SeaWorld. We went to SeaWorld in San Diego. More like uh, sea world. Uh, we were like sea children cry. We were there to uh, pick up our puppy, or not pick up, pick out our puppy. Uh, at sea not world? at SeaWorld, no. <laughs> we were 20 miles outside San Diego, uh, just that, where is, is the, where the, the place where I mean, well, it's you know, people go to that lady's place. Um, the uh, <laughs> uh, we, we, we went we went to this lady's place and she's got you know she had the laundry basket full of puppies that uh, and then we met the parents of the puppies and we mm-hmm. we picked out the the puppy our golden doodle yeah we picked I, him out and I we saw, still, I saw the photo pretty adorable we still haven't chosen a name for him yet yeah we we're, we were talking about naming him he reminded us of like a like an older Jewish comedian. He kind of has a weird, yeah, kind of look, like a Sid look to him, or a yeah, George, so or a <laughs> Lenny, or Saul. Yeah, I like Saul. Harvey. Harvey's Herschel. Good. Harvey, yeah. Harvey, Harvey I like, because unlike the other ones, it won't be like a hipster, like Silver Lake, like, oh, you named your dog, like, 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 like an old man's name. And Harvey's like, like, and you come, oh, Harvey, Harvey, oh, Harvey. Can we, can we talk about of, Leonard? Leonard, oh, Leonard, I didn't. Uh, Lenny, I liked, but then I thought Leonard. Dan didn't want to name the dog Leonard because of the character and community. He thought it would be too. He thought people would think that he was. Because every wall on, uh, of my house, when you come into my home, has community art all over it. <laughs> and I'm fine with that. But the, like, if the <laughs> dog is then named, like, hey, Starburns, come here, Starburns. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like people might leave sad. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm, I, it has nothing to do with <laughs> me wanting to create it. I just don't want people to be sad when they come right. to my house. Like, uh, we also got really excited at the idea of calling the dog Steve Ag. Because <laughs> he kind of, yeah, yeah. He kind of looks like Steve Ag. I don't, I don't think, Steve, I don't think no, he'd like that. Steve Ag has a real, but he doesn't. He does not like when people compare him to other people. Yeah, I mean, I see somebody out in public and he looks like Steve Ag, and then I Instagram him and go, "Hey, it looks like Steve Ag." Did you see my Mexican Doug Benson at the sushi place? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, there's a guy. I'm telling you, Mexican Doug Benson. Mexican Doug Benson. <laughs> I, I, I like to think. I think Doug Benson would be on board that one. Yeah. But maybe the dog's name is Harvey. Mexican people, maybe not so much. Right. I mean, I don't know, why not? I, if, maybe Y'all are so much easier to watch from down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's tough company up here, man. Yeah. All right, let's do this thing. So I, let's, let's, let's inventory what we got here now. So the last thing you got was the soul of growth. Um, right. So that was the important thing. I mean, but you got other stuff, too. What is the soul of growth exactly? You don't know what it is exactly. However, um, you know, you do... Uh, Moraine, do you have uh, knowledge nature? 
Yeah, so much. So this, the thing is, you guys, some of you guys have skills called knowledge, which uh, lets you, you know, think about the world that your character inhabits and glean some useful information. So Sharpie okay. has some knowledge skills, and I think you have knowledge nature. So I what's do. your skill rank in knowledge nature? Seven. Awesome. So you're going to get a plus seven. Thanks. All right. So you discover, I mean, you don't discover, you rack your mind and you, you know that the, the soul of growth is a great artifact of power and it's supposed to embody like the vital force that makes plants grow. It's like the reason why plants grow. It has strong associations with druids and druids love it and, you know, um, natural creatures and various things like that, you know, elves and so we now control. Eggs. We now have the thing that controls whether or not plants grow, according to the legends and and superstitions, of course. Uh -huh. But yeah, yeah, definitely. Little do we know, in a, a, a few thousand years, this will be available at every uh, home improvement store. <laughs> it's magic, baby. You ta yeah. You're talking about chia pet? What are you talking about? Just fertilizer. So, so oh, well, gotcha. <laughs> All right, so uh, let, 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 let's get the hell out of here. Well, oh, that's the thing. Huh? <laughs> that's the thing. Okay, I look around for a way to get out. <laughs> the door that you came in, the massive metal door, has closed itself, and you're entrapped within it. Whose turn is that? Um, your turn. Can I, can I summon my beloved horse, Coco? Could um, she maybe yeah. nestle the door open? You can definitely summon her, um, whether or not she shows up. Right, yeah, you don't, you don't have to be a jerk about it. I'm not. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's brilliant because when the horse walks, I'm going to go, let's go out that way. The horse could find well, a way. I'm, I'm thinking that the horse could, could, uh, could, could. It's like a sim. If it's out there, it'll try to. Well, that, it'll, that, that she'll use her hooves and she'll, she'll go. Well, and there's a specific word for this that I'm not remembering. Adam. I love you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Adam Goldberg called me at 8 a.m. the other morning. Um, okay, so, so how come Adam? Since you stopped, like, 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 no, it's his fault. Uh, the, the, like, like, how come every week Adam Goldberg comes to the show, and it seems like. Every, after every show, he tells us that he's not going to be around anymore. Yeah. So Adam told me last week that he was now a, a night watchman. And so he wasn't okay. But then you said that you weren't be, you weren't able to come to shows anymore because you were a night watchman. They gave me different days off than I wanted. So okay. I have to Previous to that, murder me. No, <laughs> it's, it's all fine. No, I don't. Well, it's okay. It's it's nice you. to see you. I know. I know you're not going to. Previous to that, it was that you were going to go work on the shark I movie, got fired right? From that, but I didn't get fired from this yet. Like, like, but, but, but basically, if you look at behavior instead of language, which I prefer to do, you're here every week, and you say every week, I'm not going to be here anymore. I'm it's an a, it's adorable urgency. <laughs> you're not an optimist. You're a pessimist because you, you call and you say, look, I can't, I, I'm not going to be able to hang out, so we better get it in because I'm not going to be here. Better. Yeah. yeah, better get it in. Better get his dick in. I better um, get it in. Anyway. All right, so you summon your horse. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happens. <laughs> the horse doesn't even come? Well, you're like several layers underground in a dungeon. And the you're way like you several, came several layers. That's true. I'm a dungeon master. <laughs> and there's no... There's, there's, dungeon snap. Dungeon snap. So there's, there's, there's no other visible... Uh, like, or, like, I, I, I look around the walls to try to, to, try to detect any sort of uh, other egress... 
the ceilings go up really high past the lighting of the chamber. Um, you can't see how far they go up, but they definitely go up. What about that crack where the dragon came through? I mean, you could go in there. All right. I, I, I poke my head down the, in the crack. You s- <laughs> sliding. Your head. Play a character, not Jeff. Just be character. It's fine, yeah. Sliding your head into the crack. You see the faint demarcations of what appears to be a smallish dragon. A smallish dragon's down there? It's, it appears to be. Maybe I can make, make it believe it's my, my, like, my child and I'll be like Khaleesi and I'll have dragons. You said the demarcations of... Would, misspoke. Oh. <laughs> you see the faint outline of a dimly unlit dragon-esque shape. This is, this is through a crack in the floor? So the, there's this, there's a crack like a where the cave. big dragon came yeah. out. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like a So there's a dragon cave. baby in there? I don't know. Um, <laughs> how, how so coy? How, how big is it? Uh, I mean, from what you can see, it looks maybe about three feet tall. All right. I, uh, how, how far a drop is it down into the cave? It's not a drop. It's about uh, 12 feet in. Oh, okay. Oh, so I, I can just walk in through that crack? Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, Is there anything else in the cave? Uh, yeah, totally. Let's check it out. All right. Well, you check it out. You see a couple, uh, you know, staff-like implements. They look like uh, maybe rods or, or, or sticks. Several of them, like, uh, like five. Yeah, five. Just sticking out of the ground? Yeah, you can't see too well unless you have low-light vision. I think I do, don't I? Oh, you can see him just fine. Yeah, he's a gnome. <laughs> My mistake. Yeah, yeah, I've got low-light vision. Typically, I play with a lot of humans. Um, yeah, anyway, you see, the, 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 the thing that I was coyly uh, phrasing as a dragon is instead a dragon-shaped statue made out of jade. It's massive, and you can tell it's worth a shit ton of money. Ooh. Um, I, I, I d- detect traps. Um, I think so, I also do that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Christian Brooks coming. In. Chris, get in here. Check this out. I, I detect traps at a plus two. <laughs> Detecting traps as a team, you scarcely, de- you don't scarcely, you just determine that there don't seem to be any traps. All right. I approach the uh, the the statue and uh, and. Uh, try to lift it off. It's on the pedestal of some sort. It's it's not. It's just kind of like, like it's kind of like it's knocked over. Is it, it, oh really? Is it, yeah. is it is it light enough for me to carry? It's very heavy. I mean, you could drag it. Uh, yeah, yeah, you could drag it, but you can't really lift it. Is it worth dragging a giant statue around? I mean, you have a bag of holding, which can like it. it like when you put it in the bag of holding, it stops being heavy. Oh, okay, I toss the statue in my bag of holding. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> then there was the sticks, right? The sticks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So you'd see two of them are actually javelins, and two of them appear to be bows, and one of them appears to be like a quarterstaff. Oh, so these are weapons that we can take. Yeah. Uh, I imagine she, Mulrain's going to want that bow. Can we all fit through this crack? Yeah, yeah. This, this is, okay. Come on in. All right. <laughs> the cave the is crack. great, you guys. Get in here. Hey, what's going on? I just stole a statue. Ah. <laughs> you guys can't see as well. Aaron can see good. Jeff can see good. And uh, All right. Well, I'm sure I got I cast light. Okay. I cast it on uh, uh, the end of uh, my thumb. Okay. <laughs> and I hold my thumb up around like a zippo. That's Dungeons and Dragons funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's just natural. Actually, funny. I grab one. Let me do it on the end of one of these staffs that we're stealing. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's easier. The staff you grab that begins glowing appears to be in the shape of a serpent. Ooh. It feels like snakeskin under your grasp, but Ew. firm. Snicky staff, guys. That's a magic, magic staff, probably, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of them are. 
Most of them are. You barely ever find a staff in this game that was just like, an old man needed help walking. Um, I kind of, I I check out the javelin. There's two javelins. They're uh, inscribed with lightning bolts and they're covered in silver. Gay. Right. I, 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 uh, I take one of them and uh, Chris, do you want the other, uh, other javelin? Yes, I, I would like a javelin, please. <laughs> I would like a silver lightning bolt javelin. <laughs> um, then there was the two bows. Uh, one of them is a long bow and one of them is a short bow. I would like a bow. You're proficient would... with the long bow as it happens. Well, I'm a little gal. I'll take the short bow. How about that? Whatever. You don't, uh, what's your dexterity? It's your dexterity. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I overrated. Uh, where's, where's it say dexterity? Uh, it's up at the top left. Oh, it's, it's under... 14 plus 2 ability yeah. modifier. So you're, you're going to be able to shoot it, but not amazingly, but yeah. All right, I take it anyway. All right. So I take the long bow. There you go. All right. Uh, you also see two smallish chests, one of which is very ornate and appears to be uh, leafed in gold. The other is a simple wooden box. I'll detect trap on that. (laughs) (laughs) Good buddy. (laughs) With your accent, it felt so much like just like a a TBS game show. (laughs) I'll detect trap on that. (laughs) Howie Mandel goes, all right, let's detect trap on it. (laughs) It's a boat. (laughs) You detect no traps. There should be more traps. Well, let's open that sucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, which one? Uh, the wooden one. Opening the wooden chest, you see a pair of dark goggles. <laughs> Steampunk. I'll put them on. <laughs> As you put them on, you recognize that you could see perfectly in the dark. Oh. <laughs> Where's my pen? I'm going to write that shit down. I now own yeah. See in the Dark. No one has He'll pens. add it to you. He'll add He'll it to you. He'll do it later. I'll He's do. a dungeon master. That's, that's, that's good for, for a rogue, though. You know, yeah, you're definitely. a thief. That's, that's good for you. You're with gonna, your new dark vision, with which you can see in the night, you uh-oh. see at the end of the crack, there seems to be a slight tear that's even darker than black in the back of the cave. Is it a figurative tear? Like the, the tear between justice and vengeance? <laughs> More literal. Uh, like the chair between a wall and another wall. Yeah, okay. Uh, Chris, I think, I mean, can, you, can you see with those, with those goggles? Can you see through that darker than black crack? You can't. Hmm. It's the darkest of darks. Can I borrow your thumb there, E.T.? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, my serpent staff. Uh, I mean, I hold it. Tar- Careful, shield your goggle eyes. I don't want to, you know, zero dark 30 you. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Os- that's, that's a good point. <laughs> Does Os- that shed any light? Osama bin Laden. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that's my favorite part of the trailer of that movie, which is the only part of the movie I saw. <laughs> There's the part of the movie, and I'm assuming, I'm assuming it's impossible to do spoilers for Zero Dark Thirty, so it's, I mean, kind of, we know how it ends. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, the, <laughs> there's a point where they're like, Osama. Also, like yeah, we're trying to yeah. lure him out. I like to think that's Chris Pratt, right? Yeah. <laughs> the guy from Parks and Rec. Okay, all right, continue. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. So as as you as the staff nears the tear, you notice that no light coming into it is exiting. It seems very mysterious. 
Wait, I'm sorry. I was uh, thinking about vodka and what I just said. <laughs> well, so was your character. You weren't paying attention. Okay. Fill him in. Tell him what happened. Uh, you, you, the, the light doesn't shine far into, the, into, the, into this new part of the crack. Is it big enough for people to go through? So, um, so are we trying to get out? You can't see it, I guess. So. We're trying to get out through this crack as opposed to like the door. The door we can't get out. Right. Or we, we didn't try. Truth. Uh, but it sounded pretty ominous that that door was shut behind oh. us for good. I mean, maybe. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we wouldn't have found uh, the, st- the statue in the trunks. I mean, we would have sat there. I mean, you these people, you could, you could hear them wanting to kill themselves. Like, you just feel it in the air. Robin Williams came out. He did sperm jokes. It's just, I'm not saying, I'm not being self-defeating. I'm just saying, like, it was good, good that we didn't spend 48 minutes at a steel door. Do you guys know I think it's good to go through cracks. Him and Bob are uh, dressed the same. Yeah. Years. Yeah, they're very cute. They had the yeah, same they're glasses so cute. almost. All right, so they're like you and Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Gray uh, suits. I, I, I opened up the ornate, the ornate trunk. The ornate trunk. Um, yeah, the, the, golden, the golden leafed one, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Correct. Of course, of course. <laughs> what you see inside dazzles with a gleaming blue light. Its curious service betrays its true nature. It's one of the fragments of power, but Ooh. what it's doing on this plane, you have no idea. What it's doing is what? On this plane, you have no idea. Uh, so how many, how many fra- f- 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 fragments do we have now? You don't know. Oh, oh, no. Okay. So you had the one initially, the one from Darkstar, um, and this one. And your dad, last time we met, it was still in his colon. Right. So the, you know of four, and you have three of them, and there might be more. Okay. <laughs> There's more, you guys. All right, uh, Sharpie, you take that. You're the, you're, the, you're the magic man. I'll take the fragment. You feel it pulse and shiver in your grasp. <laughs> <laughs> and then it stops. All right, can, can that, frag, that, that fragment uh, glowing blue light, will that shed any more light for us in this new uh, chamber? Try it. It stopped. Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, it did stop already. Oh, shit. Okay, I, I, but I, just, I have serpent light. What the? What yeah, so the, the serpent light, you, you put it up. like Here's the hole, right? You put it, this is great for the podcast. You put it close, and the light doesn't shine through it. Right, like it's, it's, like, a, it's like a magical darkness. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, so it, can, it can't be penetrated. But it's, po- it's, it's, big, it's big enough for people to go through? Or I mean, just I, gnomes, you or? have to, like, you, you could hoist yourself through it. All right, I, I, I say, uh, I say, Sharpie, hold my hand, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna poke through, and if I yell anything, uh, you pull, uh, uh, pull me back out. All right, I hold his little hand. Okay. While he pokes through. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I, as I leave, I go, wish me luck, buddy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm pretending you said I love you. Yeah, was that? Are you doing? <laughs> Empire Strikes or Return of the Jedi Empire Strikes Empire Strikes, Empire Strikes. Empire. Community too Alright alright uh, so, so then I go then I, call, I call him a scruffy looking nerf herder and then I go into the uh, I go into the thing Going into the thing you feel a dark chill come over your body as your torso goes through the portal you can tell that you're in another dimension Oh, oh! Moby, 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 Moby. Am I, am I separated from them now? I'm still holding his hand. No, you're right? still like halfway through. You can't see anything. Everything is just like black and gray shapes that are kind of hazy and indistinct. Is there a floor? Is there a surface? There is a floor. It's kind of like a, an ash gray floor. It's almost like the lightest surface in the area, but everything's still like bathed in darkness. Even your dark vision 
can only kind of make out some of the bits. I don't know. I feel like story-wise, we need to, we need to go into the subconscious of this universe that we're in. I think we need to penetrate the darkness. <laughs> I, so, give, I give his hand a squeeze. <laughs> He's comforted. <laughs> um, so his hand is coming I'm, I'm through the thing and his hand is in the uh... the way I yeah yeah the way I figured it you're more like halfway through it at this point I guess you could be all the way through it okay I, I, I step uh, t- tentatively all the way through out into the, the, the gray floor the ground is firm beneath your feet alright I I, I, I I keep moving as long as I feel his hand I reach out for Krista Berg's hand and I hand him my goggles <laughs> okay. <laughs> to hand to Jeff. I mean, oh, yeah. Let's, yeah, everybody well, hold hands. Let's all get in here. <laughs> I offer the goggles back. Go, give me your hand. <laughs> okay, I take his hand. No one's reaching for my hand, so I, I stick them out. Out of an insecurity and neediness. And I, I pretend that I'm sick and weak. So people will grab my hands. Krista Burke grabs uh, your uh, hand. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. All right. Uh, so like a field trip uh, leader, I I I I pull them all in like we're like like, like, we're, like we're going through like a like we're, we're all at Disneyland or something like, like that it. show with the the magic school bus. <laughs> Just like Follow that. the magic school bus. Yeah, that was a great show. Like that right. one show with the magic school bus. So we all walk into the uh, into the new dimension. Slipping through the dark portal, you find yourself in a bank of dark misty haze. The inky black fog obscures your vision, and you can't make out your surroundings. You can't even see the rift you came through. Then, an indistinct, hazy gray disk floats lazily upwards and past the horizon, and for a time, you are bathed in a slightly less form of darkness, the closest you could consider light. This grayish light casts a pitch-black shadow onto the floor, and you can see your shadow dancing and twitching madly as the grayish light flickers. Suddenly, the shadows on the floor peel off their points of connection with your feet and begin to come away from your body. Uh Uh-oh. Shadows! As your shadows detach, you feel violently ill for an intense few seconds before you even out. You feel like you've been seriously assaulted and weakened from losing your shadow. Jodie Foster dimension! (laughs) (laughs) You can just make out your shadows slip away into the dark landscape before the hazy disk falls into the horizon. It's light diminishing to nothing. They stole our shadows? Their shadows, uh, maybe our shadows just left. P- Peter Pan spell. Where, when do we, when do I mourn Wait, Coco? You, you, you in the front row on the bow tie, you said something like you knew what this was. No, just Coco is still the other dimension. Thank you. Oh, Thank yeah, you. You, you're worried about yes, Mulray's that, that horse. Was, that, that is, it, that's what I was thinking about. He said Coco's in the other dimension. My horse, my beloved horse and Jeff's lover is in the other dimension. <laughs> <laughs> It's not, it's, you should care too. I do. I do care. care. I did, we had a, we had a really a special time together. I mean, what the last time that you I, guys I fucked were together? A <laughs> couple times, I think, right? And it, yes, and it was yeah. consensual. It was consensual. Yeah. Oh, well, that's okay. Yeah. And we all he got was this lousy T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I, so yeah, how, can, can we summon the horse through this d- different dimension, Spencer? As it happens, uh, you can't at the moment. Hold on. So, so those shadows leaving uh, your bodies has actually caused some ability damage towards you. So oh, I can no. update your sheet later. But basically, a bigger fish, you guys. Yeah, the horse so, horse loss. Sharp oh, versus shadow loss. Sharpie Pardon loses me. four strength Pardon. and two constitution. Quark loses two constitution and four strength. No, no, two strength and four constitution. 
Mulrain loses two strength and three constitution, and Chris DeBerg loses one strength and four constitutions. Oh, Jesus You're vastly Christ. weakened. Is constitution just about pooping? What is constitution Con- about? Constitution is your ability to shrug off physical damage or uh, 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 resist your shape being shifted, for instance. Or, you know, if you've been poisoned, that's constitution-based. Health. Hel- yeah, health. Health. Like, your, your healthiness. Now, what does uh, dancing lights do? Dancing lights conjures... <laughs> the light you know, is crowds. A small illusion. That's Coachella. So, like... <laughs> yeah. Well, like, you know, uh, like those... I don't know. Like, is, it, is it, like, to dazzle enemies? To, like, kind of, like... Uh, it's more like um, you can play... It'd be weird. It's like, I, you know, the Tinkerbell, like, being a floaty light? That yeah. shows up. It looks kind of like that, except there's more of them. And it's, it's, it's some bullshit. It's, it's, it's bullshit. It's, it's minor illusory magic. It okay. can make like little things. It would dazzle like kind of dumb people or like people that weren't aware of magic and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like people who are like up in magic, they're like, "Hey, I can. I, I have silent image. So fuck off." It's horse shit. All it's right, so, bullshit. Is there still that uh, that 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 uh, pitch black shadow in the middle of the room? Uh, or wasn't there some big thing that was? There's that, a that, disc that, in the middle of the, the room. The disc was, shadows disc. have detached, and we have stomach aches. Yeah. So and and yeah, and now I you're outside. Here. You can tell like you're outside. Uh, We're outside. I should have mentioned that. I'm sorry. And so that, that disc that rose is that kind of like a nighttime sun? Yeah. Some kind of like like bizarro. Sun? That was what I was going for. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Wait, what do you mean? What? The disc that rose that's casting some tiny bit of light is like a weird dark sun. Oh, it's that's, not in the middle. It's not. It's no, not. It's, I, I was picturing like a giant dinner plate. My narration was off. It rose up off, off of the horizon into yeah. the sky. Okay. So it was demarcated. Cast a light, and right. then it left. You, I put on my fancy goggles and then tell everybody in a narration voice what I see. You see. <laughs> the ground around you is rather unadorned, but to the, what I'm going to call north for sake of maps, um, you see a stand of black columns. They poke stiffly out of the ground. You also hear a far-off sound. I can't make the sound with my mouth. Can you? Can we? Can you oh, send off, that can was you me send, making. Can you send off your bird? Can you send off Avenger? Avenger, <laughs> is Avenger there? Avenger, yeah, he's here. Avenger, how did you handle uh, uh, having your shadow detach? <laughs> Avenger's shadow wasn't detached. Oh, uh, he's immune to shadow detachment. Humblebrag. <laughs> uh, Avenger, fly up and give me a hawk's eye view. It's not long before he returns. He gives you a look that says, the higher up I get, the less I can see of the ground below. But there's definitely a black shape approaching us swiftly. Uh-oh, spaghetti A black shape approaching us. Soon it's upon you. Now it's upon you. Whoa, Jesus! What the fuck? All right, what is my, does my javelin have any magic powers or anything, or is it just a straight-up javelin? Uh, the javelin you found? Yeah. It, I mean, yeah, it has magic. You don't know much about the magic it has. I said, let's see what this baby can do. And I take my javelin out, and I toss it toward in the direction of the dark figure. All right. I mean, is, that, is, that, is that too uh, preemptive? Uh, I don't know, man. Well, you miss. Okay, go. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you one thing. I think we attacked that dragon too soon a couple weeks ago. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, out of game yeah. comment, yeah. I don't, want a, I don't want a Monday morning quarterback, but a dragon came out and said, oh, what morsels do I smell? And then, and then in we, his we prison. Just, like he started, said it was his prison. We just wailed on it. We never, we never tried to talk to it. And then you it. were locked in his prison. If a dragon too. speaks English, like just have yeah, a conversation. Did, did, Most dragons did, did, speak did, did, English. He, he spit acid at us and stuff. No, after. He? That was after. I don't want a Monday morning quarterback. But. Well, then, then can I use wild empathy on the shadow? Yeah. I, I do that. 
It seems to have a very familiar soul. Uh-oh. Oh. Sorry, my bad. Sorry, everybody cool it. All right. Everyone, familiar soul. It's a good thing you rolled a three, Jeff. I try to... I... <laughs> it doesn't even know you were... <laughs> it just looks like you were... Like, yeah. Let's stay here tonight. Can I go run over and grab my javelin kind yeah. of so surreptitiously and stick it back in my bag of holding? <laughs> Can we put on a talent hey, show for the shadow? Javelin. Everyone notices, and it's pretty embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, the, the, the shape approaches and stands next to Mulrain. It hey. just stays there. <laughs> uh, hey guys, why don't we show them what we're made of and do a little do a little talent show? Or uh... <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Who's them? Uh, who who is them? Mm-hmm. The dark uh, shadow came up to you. Show him the the shadow. Show okay. the shadow who we're made of. Just okay. interact with the shadow. Talk to it or Fine. something. Hey, hey, little shadow. It um, looks at you. Oh, I should have mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it showed up so fastly. It's in the shape of a horse. <gasps> oh! Oh, hello, <laughs> dear shadow. I almost killed, I almost killed your horse. <laughs> your Sorry. horse? Uh, That's the second time. Her horse. It yeah. does appear to be made of... <laughs> <laughs> made of shadowy yeah. substance. I, uh, dear shadow, I love anything that's shaped like you are shaped. So, <laughs> hey. Um, also, uh, I am with a party of, of very good souls. We have a gentleman who is searching for his father. We have uh, a one-hit wonder who is uh, looking to numb some dragon dicks, and a uh, we have a little gentleman who loves. Some things. <laughs> is this Coco or not? <laughs> Do we know that? Uh, I oh mean, my God, is it Coco? It might be Coco. <gasps> Holy shit. But it's Coco, I, I, Coco, Coco, if it's you, flare your tail. Flare your tail if it's you, Coco. It flares its tail. Coco! <laughs> but, uh, but I think about my dad. I think a lot about my dad. I'm like, oh, I'm looking for my dad. I wish my dad was around. <laughs> Instead, you fall back on your arcane training and recognize that you're on the shadow plane. The shadow plane is a copy plane of the material plane, and as such, things have shadow versions of themselves. Oh, so this is shadow, shadow Coco. Yeah. So but, but does it wait, correspond so to the real Coco? Yeah. So, so, wait, so this is like... Can't a, like just, we can't hold her? No, you can. Shadows are, are... I mean, we'll try to... Let's just try to hold her, how about? <sighs> I try to hold her. I could just explain what happens, but that'd be just me telling a shitty story. <laughs> so the, the, I, I, I reach, I reach up, and I, I, I look, I look at Quark. I hold his hand because I know that he's also emotionally invested in Coco. And I, I throw my arm around Coco's neck, and we both look at each other because you know she's my friend, and he, she's your lover, and, and, and we look at Coco's face. It. It doesn't look back. I mean, but yeah. So this is the shadow version of Coco. So our shadows ran off. So our shadow versions of ourselves have left us. Yeah. To go do who knows what. Do we, do we need to reunite with our with our shadows? Well, I mean, if you don't mind minus two to strength and minus four to constitution, you're probably fine. Oh. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it's whatever. Okay. So try to get, try to get on your horse. See what happens. 
I try to jump on my on my shadow horse. <laughs> Leaping astride your shadow horse, it feels comfortable underneath you. Oh. It doesn't try to buck you off and instead regards you as a trusted friend or ally. Have Coco lead us to the pillars. Coco, can you lead us to the pillars? It doesn't make any response, but slowly it begins to trot forward. Well... But is that their response? Is that her response if she trots forward? I'm just, spoiler, Shadow Coco can't communicate. There. Uh, uh, I shouldn't Coco. have said it. I said it. I'm sorry, D&D aficionados. <laughs> we need all the help we can get. through this. The question, no, not this, like the question of whether or not she's communicatable with, because she's silent. Right. Shadows are silent. No, you're only giving us the. I mean, there's, you know, you're giving us the information that, that that it would have taken us ten minutes to figure out through trial and error, which yeah. is whether or not the horse can understand us. I didn't want you to feel like like you were being like you know, uh, cold treatmented by your horse. It just doesn't talk. <laughs> and Rob, Robin, well, that's nice. Robin and Bobcat really dodged a bullet tonight, didn't they? <laughs> I was, I was like, what characters are they going to be? Oh, man. Robin Williams is the shadow horse? Are you kidding me? Uh, mm, oh, mm, Mr. Happy. Get on, get on board. Oh, my God. My, my, my shadow horse is George Plimpton. Bill Plimpton? I have no I'm going to follow that horse. All right. So we, 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 we follow Coco off in the direction of the five dark pillars. There's more than five, but yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we, just, we go that way. How far off are they? There, uh, I'd say it'd take you a good 30 minutes. Should we, call, trotting. Should we call that an act break? Yeah. <laughs> we started earlier, just okay. than typical. All right. Well, okay, let's... Uh, let's uh, I, uh, we, we're there. Woo! I plant a giant blue flag that I sow out of my own um, sadness. <laughs> and I draw a picture of myself... Uh, and I look at it, and that's like a bookmark for where we were. Before you leave? Right. Oh, Bef- yeah. Re- yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I, I approach Sharpie, and I ask if he's okay. Oh. You're being I, yeah. trotted away on a horse. Oh, well, never mind. I don't do that. You could take it around, like control it. Okay, I take my horse around. I, I, I circle around like a, like a knight, and I, and I go up to Sharpie, and I say, Huh, are you Okay. Yeah, I'm all right. You know what? Thank you. I'm going to try something. I start digging into the dirt with my hand. Okay. I dig down like 12 inches. Like a full foot. That's going to take you a while, but yeah. Well, I wait. Well, you dig. What? You dig. I dig. You don't wait. I dig. Yeah, yeah. I, as a player, wait for my character to dig. Digging complete. I, I spit into it. That happens. <laughs> what the hell's going on? I drop my wine skin into it. Okay. Into the hole. Uh huh. I bury it. Okay. I pee on the spot where I buried my wine skin. Yes. I'm, I'm still sitting on my horse and I do a like, cool, 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 and just like slowly trot away. You so just put more vodka all over your character. Your, your yeah. I ask, I ask uh, Quark, I say, listen, I have a theory about the shadow plane. Can you dig up my uh, wineskin? Me? Yeah. The one you peed on? I have a theory. 
Okay, I take uh, I take out one of my swords and so I don't get my hands dirty and I, and I dig up the pee pee. You can't skin. do it with your sword. Oh, okay. I, I have to dig through your pee? It's a, do, do you want the theory to be tested or not? Okay, I, this is a, uh, pretty certain that I'm, that I'm falling for something on an April Fool's Day D&D. I start digging through the pee pee soil and, uh, and, and I unearth the wineskin. Your hands are filthy. <laughs> The wineskin comes out. It looks noticeably aged, but otherwise unharmed. Aged from when it when we buried it? Yeah. Like, like, like it aged extra? Yeah. See? <laughs> well, if, if, if you take a lot of things and put them in dirt and pee, they look older. It's called distressing, like a cabinet. I don't know. I don't know. Huh? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, man? I was going to do April Fool's and then you ruined it. <laughs> I wanted to end the game in a, on a laugh. <laughs> Just say April Fool's. And then you go, I got a feeling this well, is April Fool's. I dig through the pee. Yeah. And then he's like, whoa, that's got a magic hummingbird on it. Now I don't know what the fuck to do. I was going to make it a genie. <laughs> if you're going to do an April Fool's joke on April Fool's, don't make it that lame. Like it has to be like... I, uh, you, you had a little, little, little grin, like I pee on it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm I had a theory. I'm not good at that stuff. I don't do, normally. I don't do that stuff. I, I, I pee on everybody here. I pee on everybody. That's not. That's not that's I start not, peeing on everybody. That's not an April Fool's trick. That's just no, no, but gross. I, but I tell him. I tell him it's gold. <laughs> I go. I'm gonna put gold on you with my wiener, and then I start peeing. It, they're not convinced. It's gold. It's gold, you guys. I, I, I use dodge. I use my ability to dodge. It's gold coming yeah. out of my wiener. April Fools. <laughs> <laughs> End of segment. All right. Cliffhanger! Thank you, Aaron McGathy. Thank you, Ray Pruitt. Ray Pruitt, everybody. Good luck at Coachella, everybody. Have fun. Good luck at Coachella. What the hell is Coachella, Jeff? I don't what know. Is it? It's a thing where people. It's like. Uh, it's like uh, Lollapalooza, but for not for forty-year-olds. I right? don't know. You, uh, if, if you you dress up weird and you and you drive around in a big thing that you made and then. That's uh, everything. <laughs> Name one thing where it's not a you know you dr- drive drive around in a weird thing. Uh, <clears throat> this episode of Harmontown is brought to you by Fulton and Rourke. Jeff, you're sick of uh, spilling all your colognes all over the place. You hate liquid colognes, is that correct? It's my nemesis. It's, I, it's, it's the thing that gives me nightmare dreams all night long. I can't remember how many times I've walked in on you just, just covered in sticky, wet cologne. I have traveled and broken a bottle of the cologne that I wear, and then my luggage smells like a French whorehouse for the rest of time. Yeah. But Fulton and Rourke is a men's fragrance and grooming company that specializes in solid colognes, shave and shower products, all designed to make getting ready easier and more enjoyable. Now, when you say solid colognes, do you mean like solid in the jazz sense? Like, wow, that, would, that jazz solo was solid. You know, I do mean that, but I also mean physically solid as well. Oh, like a little, like you're talking about a wax-based cologne that travels in a little small package that I, I can't spill all over my luggage and smell like a Mexican tit house. So these are travel-friendly, wax-based colognes that can go anywhere? Plus, there's nothing to break or spill, and of course, they all smell fantastic. Fantastic. Like a Mexican tit house. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's different levels of Mexican tit house. I mean, there's, there's, there's the high-quality ones, there's the ones that you wish you didn't go to. Right. Yeah. Tit house fantasticos. <laughs> Is one of their fragrances called Mexican tit house? <laughs> 
Ja. Que fantastico. Fulner Works bar soap is designed to exfoliate the skin with or without a washcloth. Also, you don't even have to touch it. It comes and does it in the night. Well, that's amazing. That's that's literally unbelievable. Did you know, Spencer, that GQ magazine just named their shave cream the very best on the market today? Well, yeah, of course I knew that. Why would you, why would you ask? I mean, who am I asking? I mean, this guy, you go to his house, it's like an episode of Hoarders. So many back issues of GQ magazine there. Right, and I got to tell you, my house is made out of bricks of cologne. Wax-based cologne, I hope. Yeah, yeah. Try it yourself at FultonandRourke.com and save 15% off your purchase by using the code FERAL, F-E-R-A-L, at checkout. That's FERAL at checkout. Smell good for once, you fucking bums. Fulton and Rourke, get your smelling good. <laughs> Fulton and Rourke, time to get your stink on. Off. <laughs> get your bad stink off and get your good stink on. Fulton and Rourke, not by Menon. <laughs> Different corporation by Fulton and Rourke. All right, how do we end the show? What's the movie? Oh, yeah. Oh, the, the movie. movie. Okay, thank, thank you, you, sir. Oh, well done. Thank you. All Perfect. right, so yeah, what, what are the parameters now for you want the audience here to all, we're all going to watch it, then we're all going to come back, and then we're all going to just. Chuck it's it. just something to discuss. I think it's just interesting. It's like the Oprah's Book Club. It's like, it's, it's interesting if, if, you know, it's like usually I go, like, oh, I was watching, you know what I watched the other day is Robocop 3, and then there's like 20 people, like, oh, I saw that last week, or, and then two more people saw it six months ago, and then some people have never seen it. Right. Like, for aficionados, I mean, these guys show up on Monday nights pretty regularly. I think if we said, hey, let's all make time this week to watch blah, 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 we would increase the odds so, like, there would be a more connection. We would be able to discuss something. I don't know. It's just a thought. Well, it's just a thought. It's not a good thought. It's not, you know, God, when God was creating the universe, he, 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 he just made it up. He didn't. He didn't like. He, he just. He just thought stuff. Like he didn't. He didn't think of stuff that, that he knew would work. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> How do you know that? Well, because obviously it was the first time he did it. Otherwise, there wasn't. There was nothing. How do you know that? Well, because he did it. it was just, like, 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 otherwise, it's dumb. Like, why would we even write a Bible about it if he didn't? Like, it's got to be special, right? He made. He, there was nothing. There was nothing. It says. It specifically says there was nothing. Yeah. And then it says that he started making shit up. Yeah, it's kind of like your, your, your pee on the wineskin thing, you know? It's like, wasn't Eve just like mud and, and, and spit and ribs and stuff like that? And... <laughs> Do you believe in, in God, Jeff? Do you think that there's a, an intelligence to the, to the cosmos? I think there is, but in a way that, we aren't, we're, that we'd be totally incapable of totally understanding. Yeah, I think there's a system yeah. of some kind. There's What's some the kind old of... line? If, if God were simple enough to understand, we'd be too simple to understand. Even it. if that system is simply just like a kind of... <laughs> Like, it's just kind of a throbbing, like, like jellyfish. Yeah, but that is the cool thing. It's scientists are out there working and, and, you know, looking smaller and smaller and smaller and building these giant things in Vienna or wherever the fuck and to, you know, smashing particles together to figure out what the fucking point of it all is. Like, why, why is there mass? Why is there matter? That is nice of them to do that. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> like, well, well, I play Bioshock Infinite. They're, they're <laughs> all right! I did. I, I bought that today. I, I, I had I had my assistant go out and get it. I'm, I'm distressed about one thing. Our our our, our web uh, guy Sharuz. I think I heard third hand that he finished it in 25 hours. But I think I also uh, Adam. Why do you applaud things at random? You're not even supposed to be here. By your own report. You're like 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 every every week. Adam's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm going off to Afghanistan. <laughs> Guess you'll have to be my friend tonight. You never know. 
And then next week, there he is. Biostick guy, yay, Sharoos. What the fuck are you doing? I like Sharoos. All, right. All right, I like him too. Shut up. <laughs> uh, but anyways, whatever, who cares? I, I, I'm just, uh, 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 you know, uh, 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 Skyrim, it's like hundreds and hundreds of hours if you want. But I, I think maybe Sharoos is like a crazy computer head. And uh, he, I, I, bet, I bet you can barrel through the A story of a, of a good game in 25 hours. I don't know. I'm playing, I'm playing a little uh, game on my iPhone. Pocket planes? Uh, I'm playing uh, Candy Crush. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. How, how, how many hours? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> but they make you do this thing. You, you, you get your, you, you're a little girl, and you're going around Candyland, and you're, and you're blowing up little jellies and making little, little candies explode. And then there's chocolate tries to eat your candies, and there's a little Mr. Like Willy Wonka kind of character leading you through it. And then if you get past a certain level, you either have to pay money to go forward or yeah. invite friends on Facebook, which I don't use. <laughs> so I went on Facebook and tried drunk at Easter yesterday to, to get free lives out of people. Because I don't go on Facebook. Fuck him. I'll, I'll ask, I'll ask Tammy Two-Tone that I've never fucking met. Uh, and, and it turns out... I, not only did I ask everybody I know to fucking give that, that I tell them that, that Jeff Davis now plays Candy Crush, <laughs> but every time I pass a level, it's it's just flooding people's inboxes. Like, Jeff's on level forty. <laughs> and a, little, Jeff, a little candy cane. Jeff just go, slid no, down fuck. the candy cane chute. <laughs> Jeff beat the peppermint puppy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now people are like, "Hey Jeff, uh, you sounds like you're really kicking ass on Candy Crush." <laughs> and so. Uh, so then I, I, I got up, I saw that text, and ran into my computer, and just like, oh, undo, remove, remove. <laughs> that's amazing. Stupid. So not paying these fuckers, and that's what they want. They're playing on my ego. It's like, are you yeah. are you a total douchebag, and you're willing to tell everybody that you you play Candy Crush, or are you gonna pay ninety nine cents? I've said I've said before, all my favorite games on the iPad and iPhone, they're all these so called time management games, which are all like very specifically, like clearly. Like, driven, uh, what do you call it, targeting a female audience and I'm not sexist by saying that because the names of the games that I love are like Susie's Sauna Fiona's Flowers and, and, and Maggie's Magic Shop and it's like always like, like like this little cute little girl with like a different kind of hat on and it's like she got a new job at a pizza place and like help her help her make her pizza place and you you point and she goes over there and it's like gobble 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 it's just, we gotta, this guy needs a pizza and it's like oh you make the pepperoni over here and they slowly it's like you gotta, you gotta figure out you know how to help her she's got to bust the tables she if she if you know if you just if you just have her be disorganized it's it's weird because what do you you think they're playing to in the the female mind there well i don't know about the female mind because obviously i'm 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 there they've got me hooked i don't i don't i don't know why they don't um neutralize the gender thing I, i think that's really weird because i'm I'm this big, fat, hairy, Ron Jeremy-looking guy sitting in bed playing this thing. I don't, the, 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 the fact that they call it Susie's sunflower patch, like, 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 I feel like they're cutting themselves off. At the, or, or, I don't know. I don't know why they think that that's a woman thing. I think I made a mistake by removing Facebook. I forgot that I have this podcast as a platform. I could just say to people, give me lives on Facebook. You, 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 can, send me, you can send me candy lives. Everybody, everybody, send Jeff. Even, even, even if just spiritually, just send Jeff a candy life tonight. Just, just, just close your eyes. Even if you're not playing candy, candy jam. What's it called? Yeah, Candy Crush. Candy Crush. Just send, send Jeff a candy. candy Anybody else? No one else? Candy Crush. Yeah, yeah, a couple dudes. All right, okay, all right. 
maybe maybe there's some kind of weird maybe maybe they know exactly what they're doing maybe maybe 60 percent of their customers are men probably yeah who and, knows? They, and, and we, we, we like we, we feel actually more beckoned to than if we they called it bro down you know they would, <laughs> then we would go no forget it I actually kind of like I, I they, they got yeah I go I look at a game and I say like oh Susie's Susie's Island Tropical Flower Patch and I and I go like I bet that's one of those games I like like, like, like it's, it's got all the earmarks like it's got a, like a little girl with a little haircut and she's she's, she's got things to do and you got to help her um, I bet the, because yeah when you lose a round there's a little girl she's like crying it's like yeah. it's so help her give, give her a hand she's got a she's got an island to plant. <clears throat> What's the movie? The movie. Anybody out there? Let's Roadhouse. Some... Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Roadhouse is a fucking goodie. I like that. That is a good movie. I like that. Face That's off. right. The... What's that? Face, Face off. Face off. See, I, I saw it just recently, and I, I don't want to turn this into my personal jukebox. I just, I, I've actually never seen Roadhouse. I guess that's one thing I like about it. I think I, I don't know if it's true, but I think more people get defenestrated, be like get thrown out of a window in that movie than any other movie. <laughs> I like, I like. I, I'm gonna let's go with Roadhouse so that people aren't yelling out like Roadhouse. It is. Let's all watch Roadhouse. I mean, I'm sure most of you have seen it. I've never seen it. Let's watch Roadhouse. And if you want to come dressed up as Sam Elliott or some character from it, if you want to come, <laughs> out, you, we can, maybe we, maybe we can do a little line readings. A little, we'll do a little vignette from it or something like that. So between now and, and then, listen to Road, uh, listen to Roadhouse, <laughs> watch Roadhouse. Maybe you then, can write alternate scenes, or if you have if you have you know, like sometimes like you like your your Law and Order is like a alternate endings or something. Let's find like out that. what happens when we just we'll watch the movie and then we'll then then next week we'll we'll look we'll at like okay now that we did that. Maybe we'll add little activities. Remember, there was this thing when I was a kid. Uh, was it Bill Cosby had this magic pen? What the fuck was that? Picture pages. Picture pages. Yeah. There was. It was weird. You could. It was a lot of interactivity to it. It was pre-internet, but it was like it was very addictive. Like you could get the thing, and then he was like doing it with you. It was. It was a. Uh, it was. It was good shit. <laughs> Bill Cosby, if you're listening, why'd you stop? <laughs> what? 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 Better work come along. You fucked the people over, Bill Cosby. He still gigs all the time, doesn't he? Yeah, but I bet I bet I bet he, I bet he doesn't know why his life's empty. <laughs> I, bet he, I bet he comes backstage and goes like, what did, "Where did I go wrong?" Picture pages. I should have stuck with it. That's his. That's his rosebud. Do you, do you think you're going to retire? Like you'll just stop writing one day? Stop. Yes. It? Really? Yeah. Soon as possible. <laughs> you know, I hate writing. Yeah, I hate it. No good can come of it. No good can come of me writing. Like me, feel, I hate it. But you like you like having written something. You love yes. when it's done. Yes, right? yeah. I like having written something. Yes, yeah, but that's yeah. yes. I uh, uh, you know, in order to have written something, <laughs> you have to write it. Thank you, Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> Lifringer, why wow. are you here? I was just trying to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> also, he came out to no applause. I, 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 all, all of our <laughs> Ringer, everybody, come on! I'm not painted green. I, I, you see him at uh, like WonderCon and stuff like that. He'll just be sitting, yeah. and there's no line. <laughs> I, I, no, I'm not. I, mean, I don't. I mean, I, no, I, like, I, you make me feel like I'm sticking like a knife in or anything like that. Like I think it's. A, I grew up on Luther Rigno. I'm just painting a picture. I for saw you, him like, at a commercial audition years ago, and it kind of bummed me out. And I asked the cast director, "I'm like, Luther Rigno's out there. What are you doing?" And, 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 and they're like, "Well, we're casting Vampire Diaries." And I just, it was some commercial. It was like for Toyota or something like that. And uh, and it wasn't for a giant Hulk of a guy. It was just like, like it was just a guy. And uh, he was there sitting on the bench like everybody else. And I asked somebody like, "Why? Why? Why would he do that?" And, like they go insurance. You, you get a gig once a year. You pay for your insurance. You probably right. got money. 
But you, you, want, you want that insurance. So once in a while you come out of your hole and you, you, do, you do a Toyota commercial, you pay for your insurance. Right, but he... He didn't get it. Right. No. Yeah, and he's not gonna. Uh, like, like, like before, before insurance or just a paycheck. Yeah, yeah I would you still have to go out there and, and go fishing. You gotta, you gotta play ball and try to get a commercial. Yeah. It, was, it was depressing. Do you, do, you, do you know that our friend Sam Simon, is, uh, have you heard that he might be Yeah, I don't know if we talk about that here. Yeah. Well, oh. I, well they're talking about it on Howard Stern. That's the only okay, reason. Yeah, I, he's very sick. Yeah, yeah. I haven't. That's really a bummer. I, I don't know the details of it. I feel like the world's falling apart. I'm getting old, baby. <sighs> All right. <laughs> I'm glad. No, I like committing to the dark crevice. Like, uh, there you see a crack. You go through the crack. Is there I another crack? The show started off on such a summit. I don't. I don't. I don't think that. The, I think that the, that's God suggesting just fucking dive, dive, dive. <laughs> like, what are you supposed to do? Go for, oh yeah, like Robin Williams like, coming. Like, like you know that energy he brings out. He he he's just going like, hey, Sparky, and then you just laugh because you feel like you, you know, it's like holy shit, Jesus Christ. Where could we go but like, into a deep, dark chasm? <laughs> what could be more valuable? Like, like, should we, we should actually go deeper and darker than we've ever gone. Rap. No, rap. no, we've wrapped lots. What we haven't, we, how, 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 where, where is the level? Yeah, no rap. What's the core of the earth? What's below the, the magma? What's the, what's the sub-aluminum? What's, what is, what is, what's, what the, is, what's the wineskin and the pee? Like shitting on yourself in the fetal position. <laughs> Just me actually doing that? Yeah, yeah. That's all there is left. <laughs> that's the only thing that we haven't done? Yeah. That's, that's the darkest thing. Uh, I don't even know. I don't know if that's true. That's not true. I don't know. The shitting so, yeah, like, we, we, we did a show, Dan and, and Rob Schraub and Chris Tallman and I did an improv show like four times called The Goofballs. And there was, there was no structure, no suggestions. We just went on stage and did whatever. And one show ended with you naked, yeah. me seated next to you, singing you a lullaby, and you, your, nose, your nose began to bleed like yeah. crazy. Yeah, and I rubbed the blood and, all and, over my face. And, 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 and it's, like, the more you wiped it, the more you just completely covered yourself in bright, beautifully crimson, gross, like the, the, the color of the lighting made it the reddest blood I've ever seen. Yeah. And you were there holding your, your balls and your dick in one hand and smearing blood all over your hairy chest. And, and the audience was just like fucking like uh, I want my money back I, I came here to watch changing emotions I thought I, thought a guy was going to have another guy's arms like, and the show, doing a and cooking I, show I, I, I just sang you a little lullaby and there was no jokes on it and the, the lighting guy just god bless him just like fade to black and, and Rob and, and Chris were in the back like ah, oh, oh no I remember Jack Black was on the audience. Yeah, hey, Jack, Jack Black. Because we were like, hey, you should come to our improv show. <laughs> we barely knew him. <laughs> Jack comes backstage and we're dance putting his clothes on and we're all looking. I've been having, because I, I love the fucking disorder of that. And, and, and we're like, was that good? Was that bad? And Rob, Rob, it was a girlfriend he was trying to fuck in the audience and that was bad. And, and Jack Black comes back and he goes, wow. He goes, that was a fucking fiasco. <laughs> But he loved it. Like, like, that was with a blood. Yeah, so there is a bottom below here. I just, uh, you guys, have, you don't even know. Uh, that was the greatest. Is there? It's, okay, let's. Uh, it's nine uh, fifty. Is there? Is there anybody? Uh, anybody? Anybody coming in here with uh, with pain or pleasure that, that that makes them feel like uh, somebody's hands shot up? Uh, what, 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 do you want to come up? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. A hand shot up. 
It's very interesting to me that you can just say that and someone's hand will shoot up. And we haven't been punished for it yet. Is this one on? Yeah. What's your name? Fedora. Oh, Fedora, of course. Yeah, yeah, you guys Fedora. know me. Oh, Hi, Fedora. I'm here all the time. I just wanted to come up because uh, I, I wanted to, uh, I wasn't here last week. I was at uh, my friend Luciana's show. It was really great. Um, but last week you had a, you had a lady guest. And, Gen- Genevieve Pearson. Yeah. And a couple weeks ago, remember, I came up to you and I said, it'd be really cool if you could have some female guests sometime soon. Right. And, and I, don't, gee, I don't know if you remember that happening, but I, uh, okay. Um, <laughs> I t- <do> you, <laughs> you came up to go, did, did I do that? No. I'm sorry. No, but that's great. Anyway, yeah, I was really, I was really glad that you did that, and I was very proud of you. Even if you, maybe subconsciously, you took. My yeah, notes. I'm sure. Subcon- everything I do is subconscious. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so there's, there's a, a fun note for you to end on. I feel like you, you crossed a threshold there, and I'm proud of you. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, what about? Well, Erin's always up here. Erin's always up here, and she's really cool. I love you. You're my favorite part of the show. Do you feel like, 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 like? I just kind of like, 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 like women, women, women on stage, women, women performing. What's up with that? No. Uh, <laughs> where's that going? Uh, <laughs> do you, do you, do you think that I'm trying to figure out how to way to, uh, a way to phrase this without, without loading it? Because it's easy to be like, like, like politically correct, and we can talk about how unfair uh, uh, the performance uh, world is to women. But, but, uh, and I'm not saying that it's not. But I, I want to figure out a way to actually intelligently like vivisect that and look at the beating heart of whatever's happening it we, we, Aaron and I were talking about this women like without even knowing that we're doing it like women unlike men who just I think at the root of it I'm gonna talk try to talk this through and I'm gonna sound like a fucking crazy person <laughs> Um, uh, men are just like these like doesn't matter if we're handsome doesn't matter if we're if we're ugly doesn't matter what, what we are doesn't matter what role we occupy doesn't matter if we have a bad back doesn't matter if one of our legs doesn't work doesn't matter like we like our role in the world is to kind of want and, and like shoot out torpedoes and kind of like try and either fail or succeed and I think that like women on stage like when women when women are performing in anything no matter how enlightened the venue no matter what the case like Aaron and I were trying to get to the bottom of this it's like there's a fucking tightrope you have to walk as a woman because the most progressive PC like super modern metrosexual futuristic Blade Runner thinker is still before he's even thinking of it he's he's thinking of a woman as a woman and, and kind of like there's it's like like the way Aaron put it was something like if you're if you're this they're disappointed in you if you're that they're disappointed in you it's like 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 the, you you it the only way to describe it is a tightrope there's just I don't know what it's a tightrope between really but it's like you're you're doing some kind of balancing act all the time I feel like you you addressed that with with Genevieve last week when you were talking about her her reception on the reality show she was on about something Kevin Smith said to her about oh you're a girl and you like comic books I mean that was insane to me that yeah. was that was I, I mean like I'm really like. I don't want to like like give myself some kind of Alan Alda like medal. Like I, I I I my thing is always like I I just the same way with alcoholism or racism. I I want to cut everyone off at the pass and go fuck. Uh, no, I'm a misogynist. I'm a sexist. Here's why: because I don't want to have that conversation where it's like, are you or aren't you? All this bullshit. And I think the thing that gets me in the most trouble is that I th- like like 
why am I talking about myself with this? Because I don't want to sound like I'm on a soapbox. I don't want to like, like, like rush to judge. But I thought in that moment that was a very odd thing that happened mm-hmm. where she actually got the better of this guy in this debate and that, and that in the edited context of this thing, the first thing he said was, got to give props to a chick who, uh, who, 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 who can correct a dude on Frank Miller. It's like, holy shit, we're nerds. We're down at the bottom of this valley and there's still down here where Gollum lives. There's <laughs> male Gollums are still going like, props to that pussy, man. That pussy was good. You know, like, uh, knowing what, which fish to eat raw. Like, like, it was like, <laughs> like what? We're all Gollum down here. Uh, it, 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 the whole point was, it, 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 that, that was really, really weird to me. I'm, I'm going to edit this all out because I sound like a fucking douchebag in you some weird way. You don't sound like a douchebag. I wasn't fishing for that either. Everyone shut up. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, I, 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 I pontificate all the time about race, and it's, it's much easier to obsess about race than it is about gender, for me anyway. I think because of the relationship that I have with my mom. Which I, like, 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 because women are, like, 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 sometimes you want to have sex with them, sometimes you don't. In between, there's 8 million 50 things. <laughs> There, there are women that you like, like, like it, it, you can objectify them without knowing that you're objectifying them. And, and then, even if you get through that hurdle, then everyone else's weird objectifications of women come into play. So, if you were a guy and you respected a woman that you worked with, and you were like, "Oh, she's really funny. I really like her. I want her to be my friend," it's like then on the other side of that, there's all this like, it's crazy. Is, there, is that a problem that we solve, or do we accept that that's the case? I think it's something that we always keep in mind and strive to understand and hopefully change sometime. Well, I think you're on your period. <laughs> Otherwise, you wouldn't say that. Am I right, fellas? Get her out of here. Let's open the dick chute. <laughs> Let's all go watch Roadhouse. <laughs> There's a dick chute. Yeah, like that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know where. Where? where like, I, I, I got. I, it's, it's, it's a weird epiphany to have at forty, where, where it's like uh, I'm not gonna be able to do anything about it anyway. That's not true because you had a lady on the show and you talked about how, as a lady nerd, she got talked down to by Kevin Smith, who I would love to be able to like admire and respect as an artist, but then he says shit like that. I mean, off the cuff though, and he doesn't yeah. even know he's saying it. I, I mean, know. that's yeah. the that's the that's the that's the yeah. I don't know. It's like, I'm just offended by that shirt he always wears. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> I'm sure he sells those. Like those are yeah, custom he's designed. Such a cunt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, that's tearing down the wall. Yeah. Let's bring him out. Kevin Smith, everybody. <laughs> I mean, he should come out. Like, like, if he did come out, we'd be like, hey, little bro down with the show down. Like, whatever. Like, like, we're not going to be like, oh, we brought you out here to take you to task. And I feel How about like, let's, let's not bring him out. How about that? Let's not, let's, let's not have him I, I even feel like that would be a conversation he'd be willing to have. About about like oh yeah so I didn't really that the, the, he'd like he'd continue this conversation with us rather than just try to defend himself. I don't even I hope so. Speaking as someone who's been on Twitter and had people like tweet at me going like, no, no point of honor uh, episode three of season two and so and so made this joke and it's like you can't help but like like 
the definition of your humanity, like, 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 you have a certain amount of like servo-mounted guns out there. Otherwise, who are you? Right. If everything that comes your way is like, oh yeah, let's see your side of it immediately. Like, you, 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 you can't help but go like, okay, first of all, why is this person full of shit? Um, I, I, I just, I, I mean, I'm just speaking to that hypothetically. Like, let's have Kevin Smith on and talk about gender and about that one comment he made on that reality well, show. I'm not suggesting that like, that's something you should actually do. What I was saying was that I know he's not that guy all the time. Like at his core, I know he's not a misogynist. I would, I would go so far as to say I don't think anyone is that guy. I yeah. think that we, get, I think that any of us, from any perspective at any given time, we get accidentally like. If you could actually sit anybody down and like walk through everything, if we had that chance to do that with Hitler <laughs> before he got turned loose, like, where is it? like, like, okay, where are you going dressed like that? Uh, I'm gonna go do some stuff, okay? What, what do you mean? Uh, I'm gonna kill six million Jews, all right? Cause you don't want to watch Game of Thrones, so what the fuck? Hitler, get over here, sit down. Why are you gonna kill six million Jews? You know why? No, I don't. Like, talk for 45 minutes and not from a balcony. Talk to me. I'm your dad. This is fucking, you don't care about my art. You don't care, fucking, I, I, I talked like, like I, I said, like, what if my mustache was just in the middle and you're like, fuck you. Like, so why don't I, so maybe fuck you and fuck everybody. Okay, uh, you can have a little mustache. I'm not gonna lie, I've slightly lost the thread of this. <laughs> yeah, you may be right. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that, that's all I had to say. I wanted to say I'm glad that, that, that you had a lady on the show, and, and that made me happy. Oh, that's she was all. swell, you know. And it was that, that was Aaron, Aaron found that show, and Aaron Aaron identified with Genevieve, and and then Aaron tweeted Genevieve. I, th- I mean, Aaron, that was all Aaron. Um, and Thanks, Aaron. Uh, and Aaron comes up here and takes a takes a punch to the ovaries every week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and walks that tightrope for all for women. Good for her. You you go. Good for you coming up here with these with these men. <laughs> and she has her own podcast called This Feels Terrible where she talks about relationships and and I I live with her so I know that she'll get it like she'll get an email from somebody going like uh regarding your interview with so and so it's like well, I think you did a huge disservice to blah 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 when you said blah 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 and and, and she'll, she'll get all wound up about it the same way I would like like and it's like you don't you, you, like like half the people are calling you liberated for saying something and then the other half of the people are going like you you just fucking Uncle Tom'd all women uh, it's 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 pretty complicated and uh, thank God thank God for my little wiener well, love it well thanks for letting me come up and say hi Fedora everybody thank you, thank you. all right. Well, what do you think, Dan? What a show, Jeff. We did it, man. That we was uh, through everything. I, I I didn't even know Robin was going to be here tonight. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. it was interesting. It's, I, 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 I a little I, tinge in the back of my head. I'm like, come on, how many times have I made fun of that guy? Huh? Like, you know, he's a he's a mainstream success, and I was like, 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 like yeah. It's kind of like <laughs> he's such a lovely guy. I got to have dinner with him, and he was just so delightful. And he he's, yeah, he looks great, and he's just so funny. Like like he. Not like in a in a gross like shut up like you like like you need to stop doing bits right now. But like it was just really. I mean, it's part of who he is. Everything is a bit. And everything is a, is a joke. But like he's actually really good at it, and it's actually for for the benefit of the people around him. And his book is coming out. Uh, it's called Fuck It. <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah. So Roadhouse. <laughs> oh yeah! Everybody watch Roadhouse, and uh, and we'll meet next week. And uh, all right. Jeff, what do we do? 
I'm not doing shit. <laughs> to end the show. I'm letting you fucking suffer out there. No, I'm kidding. Of course. Wait, 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 wait. April Fools? Um, you want to do some enigma? You want to you maybe like get to the bottom of it in kind of a cosmic, uh, you know, like, 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 like in a cosmic sense? Rather about gender roles? Oh, <laughs> 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 right. right. Hook up the, sh- sh- fire up the enigma. So. <laughs> Bring the lights down. Everyone, close your eyes. Thank you for being part of this planet. Now release. You're floating. Devotion. Forgiveness. Emotion. You will no longer crave cigarettes. When someone asks you if you need more bread, you'll say no. You're gonna write in that dream journal? No, fuck that. That's the, that's the stratosphere. Now you're moving further out from Earth. Watch that planet go away. Fuck that planet. Fuck that little blue-green piece of shit. Look at that little fucker. It's, it's getting smaller. It's the size of a marble now. It's a little piece of shit. All the little people on there. All of their little problems. They're little pieces of shit. Little assholes. Little fuck faces. Little cock fuckers. Little fuck fucks. Little pieces of shit. Oh shit, fuck. Oh god damn it, we hit Saturn. Everybody stay cool. Nobody leave the cabin. I'm gonna go out and look. Hold on. Everybody, there's bags in the upper. Everyone, reach up. There's bags. Breathe through the bags. I'll be right back. My name's Kyle Johnson. I'm your pilot. I'll be right back. Three hours later. (laughs) It's me, Kyle. Open the door. Hey, come on, man. Open the door. It's me, Kyle Johnson. I swear to God, it's me. What the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Hey, it's me, Dan Harmon. I never left the cabin. He said, don't open the door. I say we don't open it. I'm fucking dying out here. It's fucking insane. There's octopus creatures out here. I don't know, man. I think it's a test. I'm Leroy. Smith. I'm a Native American. And I didn't come up here in space to be fucked around by a bunch of honkies. Sucker. Hey, man. Sit the fuck down, okay? This guy is the pilot, and he said, Open the fucking door! I can't breathe! I'm gonna get, get killed by octopus monsters! I'm gonna do something I should have done a long time ago. Leroy... I'm gonna open up this door, sucker. Oh, god damn it, thank you, thank you. 
Oh, Jesus Christ, it's crazy out there. There's a bunch of octopus monsters. Yeah, yeah, what did they do? They did this! You're all dead. You all failed. No, no. Don't applaud. Your spirits are leaving Saturn. Now you see Pluto. Is it a planet? You can't remember. Five, five seconds left. It was in 1995. Now it's an icy cloud. <laughs> that was the next song. All right, to be continued. All right, everybody, thank you for coming right. to Harmon Town. I love it when plan comes together. Let's thank Robin Williams and Bobcat Goldthwait again, can we? Of course, Aaron McGathy, Spencer Crittenden, Fedora for coming up. I'm Jeff Davis. One more time, Dan Harmon, everybody. We love you deeply and dearly. All right, watch Roadhouse and uh, take notes, and we'll see you, uh, see you next week. National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. <laughs> the NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multi-dimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed. 